streaming live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is SoFloRadio.com. Shit's really hitting the fan. We don't know that. We gotta operate on what we do know. Please. I'm not so sure what to believe, Doctor. All we get is what you people tell us. And it's hard enough to believe it's without... Fact. It's fact. It's hard enough to believe without you coming in here and... You're not it. running a talk show here, Mr. Berman. You can forget pitching an audience the moral bullshit they want to hear. Who aren't willing to accept your solutions, Doctor. And I, for one, don't blame them. If we listen, if we dealt with this phenomenon properly, without emotion, without emotion... It wouldn't have come to this. There is a martial law state in effect in Philadelphia, as in all other major cities in the country. Citizens may no longer occupy private residences, no matter how safely protected or well-stocked. Citizens will be moved into central areas of the city. The bodies of the dead will be delivered over to specially equipped squads of the National Guard for organized disposition. Meet me on the roof at 9 o'clock. Getting out. I don't believe We're it. We're going to get out in the chopper. Stephen, we can't. We've got to We've stay. got to do nothing, Fran. We've got to survive. Somebody's got to survive. Now, you be upstairs at 9 o'clock, and don't make me come looking for you. Go ahead. We'll be off the air by midnight anyway. The emergency networks are taking over. Our responsibility is finished. Good everybody, and welcome to the Groove Don. I am Tony C. As always, I'm joined live in a hermetically sealed studio by the master of production engineering, the man who makes sure that our groove remains satiny smooth, El Jefe of the Purell Cartel, the compadre Los Georges. You can call me Hermes, since I'm, I'm the guy that hermetically sealed everything. God bless, of course, every Groove Don flourishes from an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in live and downloading the show here in America and around the world, y'all. How are you doing, Palo Mine? Uh, steady, uh, steady temperature, 98.6. I, I got the fashion accessories. I showed you the mask. Yes, what that I didn't was show great. you is, uh, you know, they I have... like the alcohol spray when I came in. That's a yes, great... that's a new greeting. And, new greeting. And we, and we bow excellent. now. We owe, owe it to the Japanese to teach us uh, how to greet people from now on. Absolutely. Uh, I'm inventing a new culture, embracing the cleanliness of the Jews and the Japanese. I'm calling it Japanese. <laughs> we greet by uh, video chat. <laughs> <That's how laughs> I got to well, say, another room. I've got a tip of my hat to you because uh, you were way ahead of the game. I remember a couple of years ago we were talking about your bug out vehicle and you were like, yeah, toilet yeah. paper. Toilet, toilet paper. paper. You were way ahead of the game on that. I, I am. I'm I going am, to be. I'm going to have a warehouse. I mean, you yeah, are. Yeah. I bow in your general. I, I just bow. I explored this with my mind for a long time. All of those people that were like, you know, yeah. survivalists. Yeah. Who's laughing now? Right. In their bunker somewhere, you know, in in fucking I got, in Libby, Montana. Hey, babe, I got Charmin Mega Roll Extra Soft. <laughs> have you seen the pictures? Like. The little, the little like, you know, bark 
cocaine baggies, yeah. each with yeah. an individual yeah. piece of toilet paper. That's in right. It. I can't spare a square. Can't spare yeah, that, <laughs> that, that joke. That joke. Sorry, can't spare a square. I've got. I've got a better clip for us. I put some clips in. Okay, for I later saw on the show. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. haven't listened to them yet, have you? No. Okay, you're gonna love something. I like to save surprises. Remember, oh, don't yeah. do the show before hey, the show. You know, I'll, I, I, I noticed this last show. I was talking about how Tucker Carlson looked like he was, you know, his skin tone. Now Fox, Hannity, others are getting more tan. They're 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 taking on the the, the Trumpian skin complexion. I, you know, I, I have. Yeah, I think that's. The plan. I have some hometown news. Uh, real quick, a. Restaurant that uh, has been around for my entire life, Vine and Shapiro's, which is on 72nd Street, and it is Glot Kosher. Great corned beef is now closing for good. I mean, the timing on this is perfect. They they had put a you know they decided this a couple weeks ago, you know, but uh, pretty good timing on their part, don't you think? You know, yeah. It's it's while what's going on. Obviously, we're going to have a lot to say about that today. I mean, you know, I I had all this stuff ready for the show, but now it's, yeah, I know. It, it, it almost it happens be... almost too fast. It, it, it did happen. It fast. did. Yeah. This one happened really, it's, it's as if the day-to-day thing almost doesn't matter anymore. Right. However, we do have a lot of stuff to get to today, so we got to get to it, including... Right. Trump invites Bolsonaro's Brazilian brew to the annual wet market cotillion <laughs> at Mar-a-Lago. Thank you. No touching. <laughs> Come on, you spritzed me. No, no, it's okay. I don't know where you've been. I'm, I'm living in the hot spot, Dad. I go to all the places. Every time they say that somebody tested positive, it's somewhere I was just at in Broward County. What else we got? We got Big Pharma offers up, offers a pony up $19 billion for his past transgressions. Which uh, should bankrupt a bunch of pill pushers right at the same time the nation may need their cooperation more than ever before. Uh, the president manages to unleash a herd of squirrels by turning the Oval Office into Fernando's hideaway. Uh, you know what? I've got some COVID-19 questions that I'd like Sanjay Gupta to answer. For instance, I'm not, you know, folks who enjoy a good Cleveland steamer before going to sleep want to know mm. if you can catch the virus from someone farting in your general direction. It, it depends on if it's a wet fart. There you go. Also, my inner geek had a year's worth of Christmas mornings after the coronavirus causes stocks and bond markets to spastically plummet at the exact same time that MBS suddenly decides it's as good a day as any to crank up his cricket pumps and call Putin's bluff. Plus, uh, let me see what else we got. Uh, Greg Giraldo rationalizes sex addiction. Addiction. <laughs> uh, Vince Vaughn's version of Stephen Miller pre- pepping up the president before a speech to the nation. And later on, just in case you all forgot that there's an election of some importance coming up, I will explain how Mike Bloomberg can help the Democrats win Florida elections at every level for the foreseeable future. Okay. That's right. Okay? I'm not, I think long term. Oh, and I'd like it noted for the record that even though we could have easily done an entire show consisting of nothing but clips from other shows ripping us off during the past two weeks since our last show, yeah. I somehow managed to summon a modicum of restraint. Although, two instances were so blatant 
that I just couldn't help myself. That's why okay. it eclipses. All you, right. You, you have a line mm-hmm. that is, okay? <laughs> okay. It All was right. so good that it had to be taken word for word. Oh, oh all right. All right. Needless to say, all of that is going to be hosed down and disinfected by the finest most first group anywhere on the air. It is just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that really matters anymore. Yeah. Hollywood. Florida, that is. It's just past 8 a.m. on the Big Island where they have no rational need for uh, daylight savings time. Or, I, 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 or for that matter. It's a big selling point. Now that I think about it, time per se is a concept out there. So shout out to the Kyle crew. Just past 6 at night at Dublin, Lisbon, St. Anne, Lisbon, and the rest of the quarantined Western Europe. And just past 9 p.m. in Istanbul, where my gal RCG continues to ensure that no matter the quarantine orders, you can't stop the spread of groove. Can't no. be done. No. Cannot be done. Yo, Gramps, Master Flash, are you ready to cough in my general direction and start a global uh, uh, pandemic? Jeez, put up the sneeze shield. There it is. Take a deep breath and saddle up, y'all. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. <laughs>
as men. I mean, men used to have the power. Now women control everything. You've become these entitled monsters. And yeah, I'm getting divorced, and that might be motivating some of this. But still, you get divorced. You get divorced now. Women used to get screwed so badly in the system. Now it's ridiculous how far the pendulum swung the other way. Oh, you have to keep her in the life that she's accustomed to. Keep her in the life that she's accustomed to. What about my life? Nobody cares about the man anymore. Keep her in the life. Keep her in the life that she's accustomed to. If I ever get married again, we are moving into a crack house. I swear to God. Just sewage-filled crack house. This way, if I get divorced, it's like, well, enjoy the life that you're accustomed to. I have a home to buy now, like an adult. Like, uh, like this Tiger Woods' wife. Could you imagine, see what that woman did to that poor guy? He's an addict. And she's mad at him when he's suffering from this dread illness. 
He's sick with his addiction, with his disease, and she has the nerve. You know, they say that sex addiction is as bad as alcoholism or drug addiction. That's what they say. And I don't know, because I've been addicted to a lot of things, and I just can't imagine that you suffer as much with sex addiction as you do as you do with the end stages of other addictions, you know? I can't imagine uh, that there's ever been a sex addict that's so sex addicted that, you know, you end up curled up in a fetal position on the floor of your living room, sweating and crying because you haven't slept in six days. <laughs> Food addiction also, they say, is really bad. Food addiction is just as bad as alcoholism or drug addiction. You think so? If that's true, how come when a wife kicks you out of the house for being a drunk or a drug addict, everybody supports her, right? But if, but if you kick her out for fattening up a little bit... That, that's never quite as acceptable. Maybe I'm just trying to help her hit rock bottom. Did, did you ever consider that? You know, is that powdered sugar on your shirt? Have you been eating? You are stuffed in front of the kids. They say, Tiger, you know, just needed to communicate more with a spouse. That's how you avoid infidelities, by communicating more. You think so? More communication? The problem is there's too much communication now. Everybody gets caught with all the texting and emailing and phone messages. It's impossible to get away with anything. More communication, you really, you think so? You think people really want to know what's going on in people's minds? That's how you avoid infidelity? You think you should have talked about it? What was he going to say? Hey, Elon, I really want to communicate with you. I really, really want to have sex with other women. I, I really want to. I mean, it's really hard not to, because as a guy, you're programmed to try to get laid your whole life, and now I really can. There's so many women out there, and I want to do it. I want to have sex with so many of them, and I know I'm not supposed to, but I can't shut that part of my brain out, because I was a nerdy little golfer my whole life, and now I'm Tiger Woods, and there's so many women out there, and I want to have sex with them, and I know it's wrong, because I love you, and I love our kids, and I love our family, but somehow I can't shut that part of my brain off, and I want to do it so bad, and, and it wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't mean anything at all to me, and I know you don't understand that, because... Men and women are just different that way. There's things that, that I don't understand about you. I don't understand how much you love shoes. I don't understand that. But if hundreds of free pairs of shoes showed up at your hotel room every night, I guarantee you'd keep a pair every once in a while.
school, school just a gangster. I'm school, I say I'm a gangster. Where I rank, who I think, nobody. Hit them all like say, running rampage like a rhino. Too back to be an albino. Here I rank to prove I'm bad, but don't make all the money. But I ain't bad because money and fame ain't nothing but a game. Five years from now, nobody knows the name. Like a veteran, give me a settle and give place to a rookie, give me a cookie, can't go no home, no rope, yeah, homes. It's like boom. It's like boom. close to us, a loved one, and only then do we seem to find the time and the way to tell him how much we care about him. Don't tell me that you miss me! Just how much they mean to you, how much you 
every single day. And we don't show them how we feel until it's too late. I appreciate a love is something we won't say. We delay it till they're gone and say that they're crazy. Zion, that is from Moving On, came out in 96 before that. Body Count, yeah, Ice T with Amy Lee from Evanescence. Can you, am I, am I? Bring it like down it a little bring bit. It's, down it's, it's all little the way bit? up your nose here. Bring it down a little bit? Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. There all you right, go. there you go. But uh, yeah, that's brand new. Uh, Carnivore, which is uh, the latest Body Count, just came out in 20, uh, just came out this month. So that's brand new from him. Before that, Schoolie D, It's Like Dope from Am I Black Enough For You. came out in 89. Um, got a tip on that. Uh, somebody was talking about Schoolie D, uh, my friend Roger. Before that, Benny King, Supernatural Thing from Supernatural. That was his, uh, I don't know how many albums he had out, but that was interesting because it's got uh, Carlos Alomar on guitar on that. And Anthony C., Tony Number 1, Bon Jovi. Does the engineering for that. Um, I was 
friends with Pat Bon Jovi, just the, the Bon Jovi family uh, from New Jersey. And uh, that's how the whole thing started was with uh, Tony number one, Big Tony, Anthony Sink. Uh, he did a lot of uh, engineering and stuff back in the day, and he did a lot of stuff for Benny King. So there you go. Before that, yeah. Greg Geraldo, Women of All the Power. I thought you'd like that one. Yeah. I figured yeah. I figured that Spoke one Spoke to my soul. I figured it would. I figured it would. Uh, before that, the Jackson 5. We love this song. One of the most underrated songs ever, The Love You Save yeah. from ABC, it, their it's second a, album. It's a masterpiece. It's it just is. Every note, every sound in there is carefully yeah, it's crafted. it's fantastically done. The harmonies are fabulous. I love that shit. Kicking off the set, Stone Temple Pilots, SDP, Coma from Shangri-La-Di-Da came out in 2001. That one produced by Brendan O'Brien. I, I badmouthed Brendan O'Brien and, uh, and Rick Rubin. When I was writing about uh, uh, Greta Van Fleet. And of course, on the show today, we've got, yeah, a song done by Brendan O'Brien. And then you've got one done by Rick Rubin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So what caught my eye recently? Obviously, there's a lot of stuff to get to. So we're going to whiz through a bunch of shit. Cancel everything was the, high, was the headline that I loved the most. It's a, that was like from uh, Atlantic Monthly online. It said, cancel everything. You know? I thought... Here's something George isn't going to notice. They canceled all the sports leagues. What? <laughs> no, I, I saw that on the news that the uh, the people that watch other people play games yeah. were going to have to find something to do well, as, other as, than watching other people do something. As a Knicks fan, I'm grateful, okay, because they suck. But I'll tell you, as a Mets fan, you know, it just it, it figures because this was the year that – they were actually picked. There's a uh, thing called Pacota, P-E-C-O-T-A. It's the player um, – play. It's, it's an algorithm that's set up. It's like sabermetrics, the next level of sabermetrics. And what it does is it basically takes a look at all the players on every team, and then it does, you know, a mathematical algorithm as to who's going to win. And, they, and Pacota picked the, the Mets to win this year. And, of course, right after I read that, what do they do? Yeah. They basically delay the baseball season and not cancel it. Now, that made me depressed until I realized the person who came up with this, Nate Silver, the same guy who does the 538 column, and got all of 2016 completely and utterly wrong. So I took some solace in that until yeah. I realized that the difference is 538 bases its uh, statements and numbers and predictions on what people say, whereas Pakoda bases its numbers and predictions on what they've actually done, what they do. One is based on, you know, real numbers. So, I don't know, St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. Uh, what? What? I thought they canceled St. Patrick's Day. They're, they're no, closing all. They close there are no Irish tomorrow. There are. But, you know what? That's also supposed to be when what happens? John Bolton's book is supposed to come out. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We've kind of forgotten about that, didn't we? The, the list of things that we aren't paying attention to. I know, because we might die from... This is, you know, this is, I, I, I said that this is what happens when a president turns the Oval Office into Fernando's hideaway. It is always better to look good than to feel good. Mm -hmm. That's his motto. That's literally his motto. It's better to look good than to feel good. Okay, I, I wrote down that um, he had spent all this time, basically, you know, whenever something bad happens, because look, a squirrel. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. yeah. But now, guess what? Hmm. There's like fifty squirrels running at the same fucking time. 
they're all all of a sudden it's like you yeah. got there's there's squirrels everywhere. Well, it, it, it's it's like this, and everybody because and, and, and it, that's it, the way it it, is. it, it frustrated me. <laughs> All the while, like, after he became president, like, even the, the Republicans that would admit that he's a goofball. Yeah. They would say, it doesn't matter because our government, you know, the mechanisms, the departments and everything is fine. So what? This guy will come in, he'll do his little thing, and he'll leave, and everything will keep working the way that it always does. Right. But then he got in there and dismantled everything. Right. And I said, he, like, he, he, he fired the pandemic uh, sure. department. And then oh, he yeah. said, no, I do. Like, I was like, what did you think was going to happen, Nothing's you moron? Ever, yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah. That, he does because, think. Because, and here's the thing, the, the so-called anti-government people who you, you aren't, because this is my, my argument that I keep doing, being pro-oligarchy or fascist isn't anti-government. That's the biggest government. Yes. That's why we invented government in the first place, yes. is to not, is to take power away from those assholes. Yeah. All right? So putting those assholes in power, the people who don't want you to have any power is a bad idea. It's always going to be a bad idea. And and government, besides protecting you from those assholes, is supposed to get some shit done. Right. And here's another thing that those assholes don't want to do. Get anything done, done for you. Right. Because they're fine. They're taken care of. It's you. They're going to get a respirator. If they get the virus, they'll be on a respirator. Sure. It's you that won't be. Oh, yeah. You know? and they've got guaranteed health care. Yeah. yeah. There's no problem so, with that. Anyway, on with your news update. I'm sorry. Uh, you, no. you struck a chord there. No, it's, you know, the, uh, I was talking last week about how um, Malincrot, the, uh, the whatchamacallit company, um, a drug company, had struck a deal, you know, for a bazillion dollars. Well, there were a bunch of the, the other uh, drug companies that are being sued by everybody in the world. Okay, are trying to reach a uh, deal with uh, 30 states have signed on so far. And it was it's like the three biggest drug distributors mm-hmm. in America had were had there, there was a deal where they would pay 19.2 billion dollars over eight, 18 years. Okay. All right. 19.2 billion dollars over 18 years. 30 states have signed on. The thing is, is that it's the cities and counties that are also suing that have said, no, we're not going to sign on to that because they're afraid that the states will take the money mm-hmm. and not give it to the local communities that need it the most. And so this is now going to be a thing. All right. Okay. Well, you know, just in case you were wondering what's happening with the people who are responsible for trying to come up with a cure, mm-hmm. this is what they're doing. I mean, drug companies and banks have been doing fine for the last 10 years. I don't think it's out of, out of line for me to say, hey, time to step up to the plate. You made a bazillion dollars. Now it's time for you to pony up. Save the country. Otherwise, you're not going to have a business to run, you fucking morons. Which brings us to what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, coronavirus. Yeah. I just thought I'd get rid of well, the rest of that shit out of the way. Sure. I've got a bunch of other stuff. It's not even worth talking about. No, because this is all that matters right now. To everybody, a, stop. Everybody, stop what you're doing. Deal with a, this. You know, the weird thing that, is, yeah. is that to a certain degree, yeah. 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 Everybody, stop what you're doing and deal with this shit. Yeah. Hey, I'm canceling my plans. No need to explain. Yeah. The cancellation for the party comes in. Hey, I'm not done. I know. I know. It is here in Florida. And I know that, like, we're not the only pers- people in the world. Like, they just had that tornado shit going on, what, in Tennessee? Yeah. You know, we're not the only people that 
that get disasters. Yeah. But here in Florida, we it, are, it's a seasonal thing. Yeah. It's like, and, and it's like, it's like, it's like your winter weather in other places. We actually have the, the, right. uh, the, the, emergency infrastructure yeah. all already sort of in place. And it's always exercised. Every year we exercise it. Oh, yeah. We have drills every year because every hurricane season, something comes towards us at the very least, yeah, we gotta- and we go through the procedure. Yeah. By the way, crazy as it is, it's not what we're seeing on the news in other places. Florida? Yeah. Crazy as it is out oh, there. Yeah. I weep for you other people that, that a disruption in the status quo is uh, out of the ordinary. Right. You yeah, because we, we do it every year. We do it every Sometimes year. Several, several times, times a year. year. Right. Yeah, and I'm used right. to it. And the, the, the weird thing is I was talking to somebody. I said, the difference this time is that what we normally prepare for is no electricity and no water. Right. Except this Well, you time. mean I get to have electricity and water? Fuck! Yeah. So you're telling me all I food? Can- food? I've got a mango tree in the backyard. Jesus Fuck Christ! Off. There's the allow me to introduce to you the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't think. Uh, the, Sorry, yeah. I just now you now you're infected. I'm the hot spot. <laughs> I just coughed. Well, yeah, you so, just go fishing, you stupid motherfucker. Right? Yeah, yeah. And screwed over. Yeah, so screwed over at the canal. They closed off the beaches now. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Fort Lauderdale, in Miami, closed off their beaches. I'll find a jetty. Oh yeah, I got yeah. it. I'll, I'll go get to a boat. House. I've got a I've got a local get beach. A try closing right. try closing that one off in Pompano. Not the one. On I'll, even, I'll even I'll even eat I'll even eat um what you call it canal pollution fish. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh please. Anything that comes into my yard yeah. is open season. That's right. Iguana. Iguana. Mm. Delicious, baby. Oh, fuck yeah. Gecko, little gecko, right. gecko, gecko on a stick. That's right. I got your wet market right here, pal. <laughs> Just gecko, mm-hmm. crispy gecko. I love it when the skin yeah. is nice and crisp. We're in the tropics. But the inside is nice we can, and is moist. It's yeah, for, like the, the foraging, the foraging is good here. I'm just, I'm looking at some coconuts right well, now. It's finger food. It's not bad. Yeah. You know, I, I said this to you. I said that, you know, that this whole thing of a politics should stop at the water's edge. Mm-hmm. That has now become as arcane. Sure. As the Second Amendment. <laughs> okay. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we are now finding out that what happens mm. over there very much matters to us over here. Second Amendment where okay. you wish, wish you else? had a gun. Yeah, but, but now we have a president who believes, you know, that empathy should stop at the water's edge. Hold on. No, it should stop at the White House's edge. Yeah. How about responsibility? How about that's humanity? All he cares. That's all he cares about. Yeah. And, you know, there's this thing now where it's self-isolation, you know? Okay. What, all what, for it. I'm, I'm not even – what's the term? Like I needed an excuse. What, Social distancing. Social distancing. That's what it is. Social distancing. You want to you hit me? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Spray me, baby. Thank you. It's just alcohol. It smells yummy. We have this spray it smells like here. you're getting it. a shot. And, you know, <laughs> but I was thinking about this, and, and it occurred. The first thing that popped into my mind was the movie, a particular clip from this movie. You got that? I do. Hit me with this barfly clip. I can't stand people. I hate them. Oh, yeah? You hate them? No. But I seem to feel better when they're not around. Hello! <laughs> there you go! I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that uh, Bukowski, mm. you know, if he were alive, he'd be the happiest guy on the planet right now. <laughs> you know, self-isolation. 
No yep. problem. No problem. No problemo. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they, people were still going out to bars and shit like three, I, four days ago. They I was going. I was at the roller rink. I was at the roller rink. Times like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? If the roller rink's open tomorrow, I'm going to go. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's what's wrong with me. Is I'm an addict. Yeah, you're an addict, and I'm, and I have an autistic daughter who's going to be here all day with me. Well, there you go. Beat me go. in the face. If we're, <laughs> she likes I was to be thinking in motion. about businesses that nobody. How about the Bunny Ranch in Vegas? Gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Friction dancing. Friction dancing. Yeah, strip clubs. I'm going to have to take a pass. Webcam all the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, online porn, yeah. baby. Yeah. As if, as if it needed a bump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the, uh, the one family that is absolutely grateful for the coronavirus. You want to? Okay. The Windsors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody's Harry talking about them anymore. getting a break from the tabloids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus, okay. This might actually be the year, okay, that putting uh, Queen Elizabeth II on my uh, Lee Atwater Invitational Deadpool list finally mm. pays off. Mm. I've been putting her on my list for like the last 10 years. She keeps living. By the way, I said that I'll, I'm not going to worry until Keith Richards gets it. Wow. If Keith Richards gets it, right. then you've got to worry. Anything short of that. That's right. You know, Keith Richards is my litmus test. For, for the end of the world. Yeah, for pandemics. I've said this before. We're going to have to start worrying about what kind of world we leave Keith Richards. Right. right. That's what it's going to be. Forget the kids. They'll outlive mm-hmm. any of them. Your he's, grandkids. He's a, he's a What are you fucking kidding me? They're going to be going and seeing these guys in concert. They're going to wheel them out there. They're going to fucking crank it up. But uh, I'll tell you, the, in the uh, schadenfreude gift that just keeps on giving Here's a headline that otherwise would have been uh, definitely, it would have definitely gotten some play on cable news. You ready? Roger, uh, Prince Andrew is stonewalling in Epstein case, prosecutor says. The British prince has refused to help federal prosecutors who are investigating sex trafficking despite his pledge to do so. All right? You haven't heard anything about that. Mm -mm. Could you imagine if this wasn't going on? Okay. Right. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Prince Andrew, we'd be loving that shit. We'd be all over. That's a gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. All right? And this brings us to Exhibit 1. All right. Oh, okay. Exhibit 1. Who's on trial? Okay. Right. This is Exhibit 1. Over the last couple of weeks, I couldn't help but notice several things. Okay? It's too close. It's too close? Yeah. Move oh, it away a little bit. Move it away there. a little bit? There. there you go. I couldn't help but notice... Uh, on various shows, and it's the shows that you know. It's Bill Moore. Let's mm-hmm. let's just throw it out there. Sure. The, and the others have done it too. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Samantha B. Oh, no. John right. Oliver. Right. John sure. Oliver went on his show right after we did it. Did a whole thing about Larry Kudlow. After I'd done mm-hmm. a whole thing on Larry Kudlow. Mm-hmm. All right, which I'll be getting into later because I fucking nailed it. I just want everybody. I don't know who you're getting your broad-based market analysis from, but. Tony C. and the Groovathon, we were ahead of the game on this one. This oil called it all. Um, But when it comes to some other things, okay, this was example one for me as to how Bill Maher's tab with us has managed to really, it's it's almost six figures now. We are rapidly approaching six figures. Here's the the clip. Now, this clip is from... 
September uh, 16th from our show. All right, you got that? I got it. Hit me with it. I want to know how it's possible for basically two bastions of higher education that are considered among the best at what they do in the world, mm-hmm. okay, found it reasonable to take money from a convicted sex offender. Well, because of the lure of, <laughs> of, of money. <laughs> they gerrymandered their morality. This, the, this, is, this is Satan. This is, this is why Jesus said you can't serve God okay. and mammon. Yeah, okay. Seriously. He's a convicted sex offender. Okay, and the right. and what well, really? But here's the thing: what really? Yeah, his money didn't rape anyone. Yeah, but but it, <laughs> well, so it's not tainted. The, it here's the thing: you know, we're actually helping him pay penance by taking his money and putting it to good use. Well, we're helping him now that he's dead. Yeah, yeah. you know, right? A lot of penance. Okay, now, okay, <laughs> just to be just to be clear on this, all right. Not the money spells. <laughs> okay, now you got that next clip. This next clip is from the March sixth, which is a week ago Friday, from the Bill Maher show, real time. Uh, okay. Okay, you ready? Hit me I'm with ready. that. And here's a little secret about economics. When you take money from bad people, it's money that they, the bad people, don't have. <laughs> you see? <laughs> It's not a donation at all. It's a fine. (laughs) But Democrats, they don't just reject money. They return it. Warren and Cory Booker gave back their donations from Harvey Weinstein. Why? The money didn't rape anybody. Hello! Hello! (laughs) Just fucking cunt! Make that check directly payable to George Rodriguez. Make that check directly payable to George Rodriguez. <laughs> Directly payable. That's it. That's it. And we have it. It's, we it's, have it. It's up on the internet. Oh, it's, yeah. It's the, it's there. the, the date minute I heard is say on that, there. I immediately went back to that. I knew you yeah. had said it. I knew it. I, I went back and I had to go back and look through the shows and I found the clip. You like that I one? can't help but laugh. I know. And yet, and yet, nailed it. You're yeah. right, and and you were right then, because we yeah. were talking about how uh, Epstein had given money to Harvard and MIT, mm-hmm. and I was and I had said on the show, I said, don't give them, you know, what they should do with that money is spend it on mm. things that are beneficial to the people right. he hurt, right? Okay, right, of course. In this case, okay, when it comes to and, uh, and, right and changing the system so that people the right so keep people won't the be money, hurt, right, the money, keep idiots. the money, fucking idiots. You know, that's what I've been telling you that the Democrats, you know, the the evil powers that be that rule the world uh, compensate the Democrats for being the decoy party. <laughs> and and there are various ways that the Democrats throw elections or yeah. or they there are various ways that they, they've they've got uh, scientific. Well, we're gonna talk, we got the elections later. Yeah. Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, you know, motto. yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. That's the Democrats. Yeah. They, they have a long, well-established history in this department. Right. Now, here was the thing for me personally. And I I wallow in the in my geekdom. Fucking Bill Maher. When, when <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, that's nothing. Wait till you hear. I've got that's another example right. from the exact same right. fucking show. Okay. But. 
Let's so talk go. about money. All right. Let's talk about some money. The, the financial catastrophe on the last show, okay, two weeks ago today, I said on the show, I said, look, you know, they're going to do it. And I had pointed out that a year ago I had made the comment that the best time to fix the roof is when the sun shines. Right. Thing. Sure. I said all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I said they're going to drop interest rates. Watch. They're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's stupid. It's not going to work because it's a supply chain thing. The right. next day, day mm-hmm. he dropped interest rates. And guess what? didn't work. The market tanked. It tanked. Right. Okay. I, um, on Wednesday, March 11th, this past Wednesday, the president addressed the nation from the Oval Office, right? Mm-hmm. He goes on there. And I just like it noted for the record that when I saw his speech was at 9 o'clock, I went and went to the supermarket at 730 because I knew right after he gave that speech, it was going to hit the fan because that's when Republicans start to pay attention. Yeah. So he gives his speech now. On Thursday, March the 12th, the headline uh, from the Times, Troubles percolate in plumbing of Wall Street. Even Treasury bonds were hard to trade Wednesday. And funding markets have shown hints of strain. Investors are looking to the Fed. They're looking to the Fed. And I said, you kept dropping interest rates to prop up the market. You kept doing it. It, you know, it was you've artificially inflated all these these prices, and you did it by using the tool you're supposed to use when you really have to fix something, when you mm-hmm. really need to inject mm-hmm. genuine liquidity into the market. But they've been doing it. They did it anyway. So then you've got on Saturday, on, on the, the other headlines that took place were on Saturday, Trump says he could demote Fed Chair Powell risking more market turmoil. And he's been bitch slapping Powell ever since he nominated him. Mm-hmm. You gotta like it. He puts a guy in office, and then the minute the guy does what the job description actually calls for, that's when the president starts to smack him around. That's not how I put you there. I put you there to fucking lick my balls, not to fucking help the economy. You're supposed to, to where's, where's the taint liquor that I hired? <laughs> okay? What? Right. What? You actually want to care about fiscal and monetary policy, bitch? Worry about my right. nutsack. That's not what we're doing okay. here. Yeah. Sunday, March 15th. Yesterday. White House seeks financial crisis era powers to buttress economy. Mnuchin, okay, went on TV. He was on... Uh, he was on the various Sunday morning talk shows, but I think it was on Fox where he finally said it outright. He says he's going to ask Congress to reinstate authorities that were scaled back by the 2010 Dodd-Frank Act. Now, here's the thing. Some of those things we should have rolled back. We put them in place as an emergency thing, but they need to be there so that we can go like that, so we can turn the switch on as fast as possible. The point is that you want to have somebody in that position who is not beholden to the president, but behold, but instead beholden to the markets, beholden to mm-hmm. the liquidity and the markets writ large. Not the Dow Jones number, but the economy. And the economy is about people. Now, 
the Fed, and of course, you know, what? right after Trump had said he could demote him, he wasn't mm-hmm. going to fire him because he doesn't yeah. have the authority to do that, but he can demote him. So he can make him into a lesser a cor- person. A corporal? A, pri- a corporal. A private? Yeah, something like that. Okay, what happens after that? Yeah, he dropped the rate again. Mm-hmm. Thanks for licking my ball sack. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That felt great. Get a nice tongue back there. Forget the coronavirus. Suck my balls. And he did. They dropped it again. I, I like the fact that the president went on TV and commended him for dropping a point. He goes, he dropped it down to almost zero. He dropped it from uh, one and a quarter down to a uh, quarter. So that's a drop off. And he couldn't figure it out. Oh, yeah, one point. He had to look over at somebody to figure out that one and a quarter minus one equals a quarter. That's our president. Okay. Told you. Mm-hmm. I told you. I said this two weeks ago. I'm saying it again now. This is not a problem of the marketplace. It really isn't. If you want to prop up the economy, what the government should do is nationalize or federalize. And they tried this, I believe, with the airlines, or they tried it with the, they tried it with the trucking industry. And it was struck down by the Supreme Court. That was a Warren. The Warren Court, I believe, struck that down, where they tried to nationalize a large scale. What we need to do, because there's this all this talk you're hearing now about helicopter money. That was what Cudlow was talking about. And that's basically uh, kind of the same thing we did in 2008, where we basically gave everybody a thousand bucks. Give it that, you know, the, the, Yang, the Yang philosophy, short term. Okay, that's not what we should be doing. If I were in charge, okay, I would federalize all the utility companies electric, mm-hmm. water, phone, cable, internet. Mm-hmm. And I would take them over and say, you're not going to charge anybody for 90 days. I'm taking over for 90 days. And we, the government, will subsidize you, but only at cost. You don't get to make money out of this. Right. We understand. You're going to have to pay. We're, we'll cover the costs mm-hmm. for the nation. Mm-hmm. That way, you have an entire, okay, and not just for individuals, for businesses of less than 50 people as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that way you've got that huge chunk of the economy, okay, that no longer has to worry about whether or not their lights are going to stay on. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to worry about communication, which is so vital because everybody has to stay at fucking home. Right. And they, need to know what, what and they need to know what to do. They need information. That's right. Fe- okay. Do it like that. Federalize those things. Now, I that's my personal suggestion. Okay, that's what I would do. And the the problem we face in a situation like this is that the business of America is business. So every kind of solution is always geared towards what do we do about ensuring that the markets don't go down to crapper because the markets are tied into the companies and the companies are are who hire individuals. And those individuals who are hired by the companies, that's where their money comes from to pay these other companies. That is the problem. We focus on the people. It's it's literally it's a it's a trickle down bailout mm-hmm. that they that they they propose when they do these things like lowering right uh, uh, right well or during the housing thing. It makes me sick to think that I whatever it is that they do, I know it's not going to help me. It's not. No, it's they're going to bail out 
They'll bail out, they'll bail out the people that are, they'll bail out the people's you're gonna profits. Give me a, hey, you're going to give yeah. me a thousand bucks? Yeah. Great. That's good for what? A month? What I'd like is to not have to worry about bills for three months. Right. Okay. These companies have made fortunes. Yeah. Good luck. For years on that. Now, I. In 1987, when the market crashed, which was the last, that was the last time the market went down as much as it did the other day, okay, mm-hmm. as a percentage, okay, that was 1987. At the time, I was working for E.F. Hutton, and I was working on the commodities exchange trading floor, and I was there when Black Monday happened. I was mm-hmm. on the floor in the mercantile exchange, which at the time traded um, uh, heating oil, and I was in the crude pit. But also platinum, palladium, liquid propane gas. We actually traded leaded and unleaded gasoline. We, we, we traded both, lead and no lead. I watched in real time when the president gave his press conference on Friday mm-hmm. uh, with all these business leaders, you know, saying, you're great, Mr. President, you're great. We love you, Mr. President. And here's Walgreens. We're going to set up. You know, drive-throughs in our parking lots. We're going to do this. We're, we're working to do that. And he lied about Google and all that. But I watched the markets in real time. And he did this specifically for mm-hmm. the markets because he did it at 4.30 in the afternoon and kept it going through market close at 5. When he started, the Dow Jones was up 800 points. As he was speaking, the president... Mm-hmm. In two minutes, the market dropped 300 points. Wow. In two minutes Wow! while he spoke. When everybody else spoke, the market went up 1,500 mm-hmm. points over the next 25 minutes. <laughs> while I'm watching this, the 10-year Treasury note, which is kind of the benchmark, okay, for interest rates that are tied into things like HELOCs, you know, home equity lines, mortgages, uh, credit cards – had dropped below 1%, something I'd never seen before in my life. I don't think it's – I've never seen that. It's still below 1% right now, which is – I talked about this a long time ago, the, uh, the uh, inverse curve between two five, the two-year mm-hmm. and the 10-year notes. Okay? And, yeah, it's a good time to refinance if yeah. you're in that. Because right now you can basically borrow money – for nothing. For nothing. Except you can't. Companies can. Banks can. Mm. But you and I can't. We can't borrow money for nothing. Or at a can, quarter point. Can my corporation get uh, a small business loan right now? Can I'm it? telling you straight up. And the number that I thought was interesting was something called the LIBOR. I was talking to you about this earlier. The LIBOR is a number, and right now I believe it's still below 1%. When I was looking at it, it was at 0.74. I think it's at 0.84 now. That is the rate, and it's set in London. And basically what it is is the London International Brokerage blah, blah, blah rate. And what that is is that's the, the interest rate that banks charge other banks mm-hmm. around the world to borrow money from them. So it's interbank loaning of money, and that's the benchmark rate. I've never seen that below 1% ever in my life. I don't even know how it happens. I thought this was interesting. Most people, and and the dollar 
is now the place where everybody's going, surprisingly enough, which is everybody is throwing their money into America. Why? Because U.S. Treasury notes are deemed sacrosanct. Okay. They're absolutely fucking guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed. Absolutely fucking guaranteed. All right. If you buy them a 10-year note, mm-hmm. 10 years from now, you get that money plus whatever interest. Guaranteed, it's never been broken. That, that trust has never been broken. If you go around, uh, other countries do exactly the same thing that we do. Mm-hmm. They offer bonds. They do this as a way of gaining money so they can buy infrastructure. It's, it's basically people investing in the country itself. That's what treasury bonds are. That's all it is. And it's considered a very, very conservative safe haven for money. You're not going to lose. You won't mm-hmm. lose money. Around the world right now, only 10% of all of the treasury bonds that have been issued by countries, mm-hmm. various individual countries around the world, only 10% of them are now paying more than the rate of inflation in the country of origin of that note. In other words, people are now so uneasy with stocks and commodities mm-hmm. as an investment tool. Gold, you know, even though gold's still at 1500 and platinum is like 760 which is remarkable to me because it used to be the other way around. Platinum was always way more expensive than gold. Gold is now going down. Gold, classic hedge against inflation. Well, of course it's going down. There is no inflation. Can't, Nobody, people right. are willing to invest in this money because guess what? If I do that, at least I know I'm getting that money back. No matter what inflation does, mm-hmm. I'm going to get, I'm guaranteed that money. That's how scared people are around the world. Mm-hmm. Around the world. Only 10%. 90% of all the money being invested in national bonds for countries around the world, mm-hmm. okay, are losers right now compared to inflation. People are willing to actually say, I'd rather lose a little than a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're at. That is where we are at. And that is something people need to pay attention to. This isn't just us. The 10-year note at point is below 1%. I've never seen that, ever, 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 ever. And yet, everybody in the world is throwing their money into America, so the dollar Mm -hmm. is now going up, which makes it more expensive for us to buy shit from around the world. Except that doesn't matter because we're not buying shit from anybody else. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Then, of course, at the exact same time this is going on, something that most people kind of saw but didn't see and they're noticing a little bit at the pump but that's when the house of Saud, saudi arabia and you know mohammed bin you know mohammed, mohammed bin there done that i don't been know been there done that salam salami mm-hmm. yeah kosher mohammed bin kosher salami um that's when he decided and i spoke about this back when aramco was formed Remember, about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I was talking about the fact that Saudi Arabia had a budget deficit. Mm-hmm. And you were like, you got to be kidding me. You were right. like, are you shit? I was like, What's no. What's their budget? Yeah. They, have a, they had a budget deficit. And so what they did is they 
did an IPO for the nation's oil company called Aramco, and mm-hmm. they issued stocks for 10% of their estimated reserves. Now, that's out there. People hold those stocks. They hold shares and blocks of shares. The headline-grabbing oil price war between – this is from uh, 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 Financial Times. Uh, the headline-grabbing oil price war between Saudi Arabia and Russia has not only crashed world oil prices. Okay, Three weeks ago, oil was trading at 50. It's now below 30. Hmm. Okay. Nice. I, like I like it. I like it. I'll go oh, for yeah, that. Yeah, that's. I love this. Uh, yeah, this, this was last week sometime. I put under $2. I put $1.97 gas in my yeah. car. It felt yeah. great. First time under $2 in what? How many years? It's 20? been a couple of years, but the International uh, Energy Agency warned that thanks to the virus, it expects global demand to fall in 2020, the first full year decline in more than a decade because of deep contraction in. China, which accounted for more than 8% of the global oil demand growth in 2019, and other disruptions, blah, 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 travel, trade. The Economist, which is another magazine, wrote that uh, the Saudi Arabia-Russia feud doesn't help. And this is really what it is. This is Saudi Arabia telling Russia, and I spoke about this earlier in the year, about... um, how a lot of countries had decided to start pumping as much oil as they could, com- countries that we weren't thinking about. And they were going to go into the, the market. Saudi Arabia is now basically, they're trying to say we're the Amazon of oil. Mm-hmm. That's, I just, that just that, occurred yeah. to me. But that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Okay. Okay? And in principle, extra crude production will help many countries in the world that import oil, even as it harms producers. Okay, but the help tends to be diffuse, the harm more acute. Some oil importers, such as Japan, may not spend their windfall gains in full, whereas many oil producers are already overstretched. Countries like Iran, Libya, and Iraq, which were in turmoil, mm-hmm. I spoke about this. Yeah. I talked about this several months ago, about mm-hmm. how shit was happening all over the world, and I mentioned Iran, Iraq, and I also mentioned the shit storm in Libya. Okay that were already in turmoil before the outbreak of COVID-19 may become even more desperate. Even Saudi Arabia, and I taught, and this is what is interesting, even Saudi Arabia requires an oil price above $80 a barrel to balance its budget. Right now, we're at 30. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, Trump, a couple of, about a week ago, China and India said they're going to start buying tons of oil, stockpiling it. Smart move. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fact that we have a fossil fuel dependency. Dependency. Right. But we do. Right. At the moment, we do. And sadly, what we're experiencing now is what happens when you invest in fossil fuels and not... Mm-hmm. In alternative energy. Yeah, okay? Yeah. You know, what we're seeing. China, okay, President Trump, as a, you know, they were talking about giving uh, bailouts to various industries, airlines, cruise industry, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and shale producers. 
Fuck you. You know, there's uh, Liv, the, the, we could see 50 bankruptcies in the uh, shale producing uh, sector this year. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. I didn't hear you complaining when it was $100 a barrel. Right. And you were raking it in. I said this a long time ago. It's the most expensive way to make oil. And yeah. in order to show a profit, it's got to be above a certain amount. So what the president did, and I'm going to say this is one of those things that he got right. He's not going to give them a bailout. He's going to buy tons and tons of oil and, and restock our nation's uh, critical petroleum reserve. Good move. Good move. Absolutely a good move. That's basically a bailout that benefits Americans. Benefits right. all of Americans. Okay. And at the same time, maybe it props up the, the smaller companies because there's a factor of 2.5. Every job you lose in the oil, in, in the oil sector has a 2.5 multiplier when, you, when they go away. All these other jobs, the jobs that depend on the people who do the fracking. It's the, the restaurants, the hotels, the, the, all that shit. That's in the community. Mm-hmm. You take those to take the, the oil away. You take the community that relied on it away. It's the same thing as you know auto manufacturers in in Flint. You you get rid of the Ford con, you know, the Ford factory, and there's nothing there. Right. Okay. So this is a good move by the president. Hey, he's wrong almost all the time, but he got that one right. He got that one right. But fuck crackers. Fuck you. Fuck frackers? Yeah, Frack fuck them. Yeah. Fuck Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Fuck, fuck Russian oil? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck shale, got a, shale oil, you, all of it. You got a, uh, yeah, you got a problem with uh, losing money? Huh? You know, I didn't hear you. Yeah. You didn't have such a problem when you were fucking yeah. making and it. Fuck the insurance companies while we're at it. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. Just because just you reminded me to fuck people. I, I, I wrote down, I said, yo, chief, remember the, uh, the China tariff farm subsidy socialismo putanya that you were bad-mouthing mm-hmm. the other day? It looks like you have to pay her another booty call. That's what we do. We pay socialism a booty call every mm. once in a while. We don't like it. We don't want to tell our friends yeah, about yeah, the fucking yeah. ugly fat bitch we go over and fuck whenever we're desperate. That's right. Okay? That's socialism. That's what we do. That's mm-hmm. what we do. Whenever shit hits the fan, we rely on that. Yeah. Okay? And I'm okay with that, by the way. I'm okay. I wish that we had more mechanisms in place to be able to institute that kind of stuff. Quicker mm-hmm. and on a more evenly and and justly, you know, just basis where it gets spread out to the citizenry, sure, more so than the corporate entities that are right. out there that are supposedly, you know, these are the same. You know, I take a look at the market. All this money that these companies have lost, this is basically what they made. When the president gave them their tax cuts and then said they could repatriate, I love that term, mm-hmm. repatriate all of their money. money. Yeah. And then he made the Fed drop the rate and keep dropping the rate. So he pushed these stock prices up. I, I saw a picture of a guy. I remember seeing this like about a month ago. There was a guy on the, on the, on the stock exchange and he had a hat on. It said uh, Dow 29,000. Mm. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> this is all the money they made, mm-hmm. okay, without actually increasing the true capital mm-hmm. value 
of the company. It's it was paper money. It's on. It's just paper. It's 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 ones and zeros. It's not real. It was just an artificial. So all these people got to have greater value. You hear about this? You know the stock and the drop price. I mean Jeff Bezos, man. He personally lost ten billion dollars. No, he didn't. He didn't lose. Right. Shut up. I know. I he know. He didn't lose the money. If for no other reason than you know he's going to make it back anyway. Right. Pelosi and Congress, they, first things first, payroll tax, bad idea. does nothing. Payroll tax doesn't help individuals. And it's not an immediate injection mm-hmm. into, the, into, the, uh, into the financial community. No. It's a stupid, stupid thing. And here's the thing. A payroll tax, if you watch, some, I was watching a uh, little thing like from inside the White House where you had a whole bunch of, you know, various business leaders inside. They were doing some sort of roundtable and they were taking questions. And he was talking about the payroll tax as a proposal. And you could hear various old-school Republican Trump supporters saying they support it. Why? Because a payroll tax basically takes money away from Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, food stamps, mm-hmm. these kinds of things. What he, You do a payroll tax, how mm. long is it going to last for is this the first step towards getting rid of Social Security? Because that's what I think it is. I think that hey. that's what... So God bless Keep Congress an and Pelosi for not giving in to that. On the other hand, they're talking about... Um, what was it again? Uh, paid sick leave. All right. Yeah. No. No. We're not getting it. Sounds good. Doesn't it sound... Mm-hmm. Didn't that sound great? Didn't that sure. sound great to you? Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Paid sick leave. For who? Right. But who? Companies, these companies don't have to do it. Right. They're not being obligated to do it. What about people that don't work? What about the gig economy? Right. <clears throat> okay. Work, work from home. Yeah, 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 work from home. What about the guy that sells water on the yeah. beach? You know, Companies that have these, these huge companies. Don't Send us a check. You know what Amazon is yeah. doing? Did you hear about this? No. This one I thought was interesting. Whole Foods Market, that was a Whole Foods mm-hmm. division of Amazon, sure, right. said that what they're doing is they're encouraging their employees to basically donate sick days to other members of the team. The team. There's no I in team. Yeah, there is. If you take a look at the, the, the A, a yeah, yeah, there's, there's an, an I in there, team. right. Okay. They want to donate their – you should donate – It's in the A hole. Yeah, it's in the A. <laughs> they want to – you should donate your sick days. To another member, to another team member who might have to stay out. So, yeah. God forbid, you're sick a year from now. Tough, you already gave it away. Right. This is one of the. Yeah, you, okay. be, you and bear it's the a brunt. Fucking food market. I know, I know. Right. This a isn't check. the warehouse. Cut a check. Cut a check. That's you it. Know, just, Mail us checks. Just, yeah, just don't even do that. Sick leave. Great. No, no, every suggestion that you hear, sick. it's like this Mexican hat dance, because, you know, the object of the Mexican hat dance is not to step on the hat. Right. It's to do all this stuff. You're going to see this Mexican hat dance around the doing anything that might help the people. people. You're going to hear every idea in the world that involves giving the money to somebody that isn't the people. Yeah. That's what you won't hear. Yeah. And it's, you know, this is... It's, and the people, you know, and it's the people's tax dollars that we're talking about. Give course, it back. That's right. And before we get to the next set, to the uh, yes, yeah, there's I, a theme here. I broke. Oh, from I my, love it. I broke from my usual pattern to go with a, a show-specific the, theme. Okay, yeah. the, the Richard Cheese in this. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, you know, 
original idea. The original idea was to go with the original, but this is no. much more. It's so much more impassioned. Oh and my god, it was brilliant! Yes, but thank right you. Right now, the you know we talk about how the Republicans have managed to stoke fear as a political strategy. But guess what? You now have a country that's legitimately scared. It's legitimately afraid. And for, for you know, there's a good reason out there. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. You can't see it. You can't mm-hmm. smell it. It's there. Right. And I don't know about you, but I didn't study epidemiology ever at any phase of school. I love it when President says mm. uh, the global pandemic, and then he says it again, pandemic. Like, it's a big word. That's a 50-cent word. Th- this just in. Sanders says the first thing we need to do to curb coronavirus is shut this president up right now. Yeah. 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 That's what I said earlier. I said the smartest thing you can do is ignore the pre- whatever the president and, says. Uh, yeah, and even the people on Fox are doing it, that, right. which is hysterical. But we they all, know. We, we all know. S- which, by the way, exactly what I told you. They don't believe him. They don't think he's good. They just don't care because he's a bigot. And the proof of it is when he opens his mouth at a time of crisis, let's find what else is on. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Anyway, are you ready to groove yet? I am. You worked me up. I worked up. I'm all worked up right now. Talk us into it, baby. You got it. Oh, yeah, because – all right, so we have a little bit of a theme. Let's see if if you can catch the theme here uh, on SoFloRadio.com. Yo, Jay. What? It's me. (laughs)
was dead. You proceeded to eat it, cause you was in the mood. But hope you did not read it was a can of dog food. is rising it seems that all that was good has died oh no the world is a scary place now that you've woken up the demon in me Bobby will you give it to me Two, three, four. Oh. <laughs> get up come on get down with the sickness you mother get up come on get down Sickness, you fucker, get up, come on, get down with the sickness, open up your hate and let it fall into me, why can't you just fuck up and die, get down with the sickness, fuck you, I don't need this shit, I'm down with the sickness, you stupid, sadistic, abusive fucking organ, down with the sickness, here it comes, get ready to
So that's Baby Bird. I love that on the, song. On the Groovathon. I love it. It's one of those, I don't even know, somebody, like when I was on the radio, people used to send me a lot of mixed discs. Yeah. And that showed up on there. And it was the, before the internet. But now that we have the internet, I can tell you that, that that's a guy named uh, Stephen Jones. Uh, he's a Brit. He's a Brit cat from England. Steve Jones. And you know Stephen, what that name? No. Yeah. Does it sound familiar to you? Because yes, he does. He does solo stuff. But now he's moved on from that band, Baby Bird, that he was the uh, the front guy, the singer songwriter, and multi instrumentalist. As band members started dropping out, he just started picking up their roles <laughs> and started doing everything right. towards the end there. But he's also uh, since then he's done Death of the Neighborhood, Black Reindeer, The Great Sadness, Fiction. These are all musical projects that he does really? out of England. And I like that song. And and right, it's uh, it's good. He's he does a lot of songwriting. He's obviously a very prolific guy. And you know, since he doesn't fit into any radio format, right. uh, you depend on the Groovathon yeah. to turn you on to uh, I de- I to on stuff you. like that. I I, right before that uh, was was Young Summer, and I'm inventing a game. Uh, you, it could be a drinking game or just like a a, a road trip game. You know, like like okay. when you're driving on the road or, no or, or or camping. It's called the it's called Name That Act, and it goes like this: Somebody will name an act. Like, for example, Jethro Tull, and somebody else will have to say whether that's a person, a duet, or a band. Uh-huh. You know, and now you know this is Jethro Tull. Well, that's a, a band. band, but the kids would be like, Ooh. well, actually, originally, well. <laughs> There's no well. There was the the guy that invented the uh, the cotton. Uh, that was Eli Whitney, the uh, yeah, the yeah. cotton separator, whatever yeah. thing. Jethro Tull, uh, the the real guy. But right, but we're talking about uh, name that act. Yeah. So uh, a, a contender for that is Young Summer. The song before that was called Fever Dream by Young Summer. You know. So name that act. Is it a person, a duet, or I'm a band? I'm gonna go with duet. Okay. There she is. Oh. Young Summer. Her real name, see, it's a good game, right? Uh, her, her real name is uh, Bobby Allen, and she's from Nashville, and she's doing pseudo country, ethereal folk synth. Uh, people mm-hmm. are defining themselves. Uh, Before that, we had Richard Cheese. Now, you'd, you'd heard that. I, I had. I had heard it at Version. some point or another. But it had been so long yeah. when I when I, I heard I think the it, set. I think it was like the end credits of some zombie movie or something. But it's I've a got great. I've got the entire Richard Cheese collection. Yeah, very, I've, I've heard very about talented. It. Mark Jonathan Davis, who started, he was a comedian who started the Richard Cheese Act out on the radio as a as a gag, as a larf. Now, I said this years and, ago, uh, and I wanted to hear right. somebody do all of these heavy metal songs, cabaret style. Right, and uh, and, and their, the their arrangement, the arrangements that they come up with, especially like you know certain gems, they 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 make them every good as uh, every bit is better, good every gooder is better than the original. I <laughs> no, it's, for it's, it's absolutely it's. Still, uh, it's and I thought it was perfect down with the sickness, and that that particular and it's short. That version of it is nice and, and short. Yeah. And then before that, a classic, of course, Run DMC. Uh, my Run DMC story, since nobody needs me to tell them anything. <laughs> about Run DMC. I'm roller skating yesterday, violating my uh, social distancing protocol okay. for my uh, addiction. Well, you're not spending Mind a lot of time around somebody. You're whizzing right past them. And, uh, and, and I'm allowed to skate up to uh, moms and their teen daughters and just ask them questions because, you know, I rain that place. So I, <laughs> so I skate up to um, this lady – uh, name of which is uh, I can't think of it. it now it's v- Vanessa, and her daughter, her teen daughter, is uh, is wearing a Run DMC T-shirt. Oh, and beautiful. I said, does I said to the teen daughter, do you even know what what Run DMC is? Yeah, I know. Right? And she said, no. 
<laughs> and mom laughed. That album, the uh, Raising Hell album. Yeah. That album so, it came out like, you know, literally they were doing that album when I was working at Tower. And they, so, they came out with some of the early songs. But that album's got, you know, it's, obviously it's got the Walk This Way on it. It's Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah. But it's it also brought- got Peter Piper, one of my ten favorite rap songs ever with that Bob James uh, sample in there. Uh, going to... Uh, Go into the, the uh, Mardi Gras or something. So that was that was my that. tribute to uh, to COVID nineteen. That was our COVID nineteen specific set. Oh, it was beautiful to, to keep us you in the mood. Wrong, first of all, you can't go wrong with Run DMC, and you can't go wrong no. with Richard Cheese. You really can't. No, no, can't and and, and Young Summer. I, I understand that that was light and fluffy, but she fit she fit the theme. No, I, I look. Because, yeah. But that's I want to give give uh, attention to people like that. Yeah, yeah, that's because why she's I, she's just a singer songwriter doing her shit. That's one of the main reasons shit. I was yeah. like, I want you to start putting together sets because yeah. you've got a whole bunch of music out there. I'm still some of which I'm, still I, I'm vaguely familiar with. There's a whole bunch of shit that those two, the last two, the Baby mm-hmm. Bird. I really like. Yeah, that, I thought that. Oh, was, that's really, from the. That's that from grew. the. That's this guy's work from the nineties. Yeah, I really want to wake. Uh, yeah. I didn't want. I wanna, wake didn't want to wake you up. Is the name of the song? There's but a it's video. Not, it's a great flow. That is a groovy it's, tune. It's good guitar. It's a groovy tune. Uh, a lot, it's symphonic. It's full. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Thank so, you. there's an election. You know, tomorrow. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I know. There's still an election. Going Vote on. from home. You know, and, uh, <laughs> Vote early and often. From home. You know, I, I, I can't remember what the guy used to do, uh, meet the press, but Chris Matthews, who's no longer, who's no longer with us, as it were. <laughs> He's no longer with us. Right. But every year, you're going to hear some, and every year you'll hear somebody say this right before the election, right before the, uh, the, the main election. Florida, Florida, Florida. Yeah. Florida. Yeah, I know. Florida, I know. Florida, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Now, we know. We know. Okay, now I... We're weird. We don't have our shit together. We know. We know. Okay, I talked a while ago. I, I've said on a number of occasions two things for sure. Okay, we don't need to redo the Electoral College. Okay, we don't need to fuss with the numbers. We need a road trip. Okay. And when Bezos was trying to auction off his new uh, headquarters... Mm-hmm. And there was a whole thing in New York, and then they basically told him, you know, he was going to do it in Long Island City. And, he's, and they told him, no, we're not going to give you the tax break. He said, all right, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. Of course, he didn't. You realize that. You realize he, mm-hmm. he still ended up opening up the business offices in New York. We ended up paying way more per square foot, okay, to rent property, okay. But I said that if he wanted to basically change everything, Okay. Mm-hmm. He should make his new headquarters in Jacksonville, Florida. Bring all that shit down to Jacksonville. Run this. He could. He could basically take over the city if he wanted to. Which is take also, over the city. Which is also the and county. So now, I said that back in August. This is back mm-hmm. in August. Now we are coming up. You know, tomorrow is the Florida primary. Mm-hmm. And of course, with COVID nineteen, with the with the, the virus and shit, a couple of things occurred to me. One, this was going to benefit Bernie because it's the old people that aren't allowed to vote, and they've taken all of these polling places out of these, you know, Century Village or mm-hmm. these retirement homes and shit. Mm-hmm. And Florida and Arizona, the two biggest retiree states, have their primaries on the same day tomorrow. Yeah, but they can't vote absentee. 
a lot of people will, are we'll bothering. I, I mean, look, it's over as far as I'm concerned. Biden's going to be the nominee. Biden's the right. nominee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, I watched the debate last night. And even Bernie, I think, he got his point across. And I said this a long time ago. I said if they were smart, if Bernie supporters were smart, what they do is they go over to Biden and say, look, here's a story, pal. And they're doing it now. They're yeah. dragging him a little bit further to the left, which is good because, as yeah. you've said many times, Democrats are Republican light. I think yeah. Bernie is having is is having a very important function here. He's turning us back into he's, Democrats. He, he's forcing a course correction. He is. Yes. He's yes. making us Democrats again. Right. Right. Okay. On the other hand, you can't take it as far as he wants it because. It's true, especially right now. We don't want Bert, a revolution. You know, we want evolution, not a revolution. Th- ah, that's a great line. Did you yeah. come up with that yourself? No, I heard. I, I actually, I'm not even sure. I thought I heard it, but you know. But that's what we want. We want evolution, not a revolution. Okay, and at this point in time, okay, a lot of people are trying to come up with ways to get shit done. Now, I said. On your sh- okay, you got those clips queued up? I do have those okay. two clips queued up. A month up. ago, back on February the 17th. Am I wearing the right glasses? Yes, yeah. I am. On right. February the 17th, I said this. We, there it is. Scream and yell and rant and rave a lot um, about billionaires. That's the thing about Mike Bloomberg. Oh, he's just one billionaire beating, you know, we're, we're just giving up. Uh, the discussion shouldn't be uh, about whether or not a candidate should accept contributions from billionaires. And it shouldn't even be uh, about, you know, whether or not it's outrageous for billionaires to be able to legally purchase our lawmakers wholesale. Those ships have sailed. Right. It would be nice. And it would, and wouldn't it? In a democracy, no lobbying. Yeah. Like, okay. at least like, not like not like it currently but, is. Unfo- unfortunately, where we're at now is the choice has become about which billionaire you want influencing and or becoming members of our republic okay for me mike bloomberg is to the democrats what george steinbrenner was for the yankees a complete and utter asshole loved only by yankee fans for one reason he spent every he didn't care what it cost to put a winner on the fucking field didn't care it's the world series ring that matters and if the houston astros have taught us anything even if you cheat, as long as you get away with it before the next World Series takes place, you get to mm-hmm. keep the ring, pal. Sorry. When they go low, in this particular instance, yeah, we do have to go lower. We're going to have – there's no way around it. Live with the pain, pal. Live with – suck it up, buttercup. You think we can't find a billion-dollar reservoir of money between four or five people out there? 501c4 money, mm-hmm. they're using it. Sure. I'm not taking money from billionaires. Well, you should, You're talking. you fucking moron. Okay. Now, that's what I said two weeks ago. All right. Two weeks ago. Yes. Now, in the same... Yeah. Same, same show. In the same, same show. Bill, this, the, literally the same, you know... Monologue. Monologue. All right. Okay. As before, this is from March the 6th. So it's a week ago Friday... This is what Bill Maher said. Get off your high horse about wine caves and billionaires who want to help 
purists keep saying, you can't buy an election. I say against Trump, please do. Mike Bloomberg's money is very attractive to me. He's promised to spend billions on whoever is the Democratic nominee. That's a really good offer. Oh, but, but wait, Bernie says if he's the nominee, he's not taking a dime from Bloomberg. Really? Really? In an election we have all agreed is existential? You couldn't use a billion-dollar war chest? Wow, didn't, didn't mm. see that one come. Oh, whoa, make that check directly payable, too. Yes, we're going to change the name of the uh, the Groovathon to the uh, to the preview trailer of the Bill Marsh. Yeah, look, you know, yeah. And those, you know. Politically and, incorrect. of course, Samantha B. Mm. her thing, she did a whole thing on vote for TBD. Yeah. Yeah, which we've mm-hmm. been saying. Yeah. Anybody, anybody. Throw anybody. Cardboard yeah, cut out. out of Snoop Dogg, the one in the other room. The there. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So I've got an idea. All right. I've got an idea. I came up with this one. Because on the last show, I was uh, talking about how uh, we had a referendum here in Florida in 2018. And the voters, more than 60% of Floridians said yes. Convict, uh, felons who had served their time... And gotten out of prison, and we're now members of society, should be allowed to vote. But, mm-hmm. you know, prior to this, they weren't. Now, a lot of states, you're automatically allowed to, but not in Florida, because, you know, Florida. <laughs> okay, that's who we are. Immediately, what happened was DeSantos, who might, you know, we were praising earlier in the show, but him and the Republican dominated Florida House and Senate started to try and put in roadblocks. And the one they put in was you can't get your rights back. Okay, have your your citizen, you know, have this restored Mm -hmm. and be able to vote unless you have first paid off all of your fines and fees that you still owe. Okay. If you owe fines and fees. Okay. That's what you want to do? You want to play that fucking game with 1.4 million people? We're talking about the election. We're talking mm-hmm. about literally swinging the election. Swinging the election. 1.4 million? Who do you mm-hmm. think they're going to vote for? Who do you think they're going to vote for? I'm, I'm guessing most of them would vote for Democrats. You got plenty of the racists. You know, you got the, you got the Aryan Brotherhood getting out of prison. Well, most of those guys are lifers anyway. Mm-hmm. They're fucking jackalots. I said, Bloomberg... Here's my thing. And in case you want to know what somebody else is going to be suggesting in a, in a, in a couple of weeks or a month, let me give you a preview. <laughs> okay. Here you go, Bill. <laughs> okay. What Bloomberg should do is set up offices in Florida that are staffed with professionals. And I'm thinking former parole officers, psychologists, and the like, and lawyers for the purpose of having any of the 1.4 million ex-convicts who were told that they would be allowed to vote but can't. Because they owe money, okay? Get them to come in. You set up a bunch of offices around the state, one mm-hmm. in each county if you have to, or several in some of the more, you know, populous counties. And you can come in and you can make your case as to why you think Mike Bloomberg should pay off the fees and fines that you owe. That sounds great. Okay. He's spending the money anyway. Right. Okay. That way, okay, and it's not going to be all 1.4, and I don't know what the average amount is, and I don't know what the total amount is. But let's say 100,000 
100,000. That's less than 10%. Mm-hmm. 1.4 million, you're talking about 7%. 7%, 100,000 come in each mm-hmm. who owe an average of $500. Well, that's 100,000 times 500. It's 5 million. Hold on. Wait. No, it's 50 million. Okay. Okay. Wait. So what? He just spent 500 million. Right. And lost. And lost. You could spend 50 million here and win. And you wouldn't have to fucking get bad mouthed about redlining. A bargain. It's a bargain. And obviously, this is going to be one of those things where it's going to have to be done on a case by case basis. Yeah, it's going to be objective. But I'll tell you something. Okay, I'd rather have, you know, professionals in there determining it than basically the Republicans predetermining it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll tell you, when you think about it, it's almost the antithesis of stop and frisk. Okay, yeah, no, the, I see it. It's the I antithesis it. right. of stop and go. frisk. It's a wonderful opponent. It's, it's restitution. Bonus package. Bonus package. You throw in... For every person who gets approved, a quick tutorial on voting rights and how to vote. You want to know why? Because a lot of these people may have never voted right. in their lives before. Explain why it's good to do a little homework, particularly on your local races, okay? Especially since it's the state government that went to such great lengths to make it harder for them to get the rights that they would otherwise have in most other states. Voting is their right. But it's also a privilege. You have to look mm-hmm. at it as something that you should feel grateful to have. You should. Right. I know what you're right, but, but don't do what so many do, which is take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Okay? And assuming that most of these people are going to end up voting for the Democrats, mm-hmm. and yes, that's an assumption I'm making. I am making it. I'm making that, okay? The state, state of Florida, mm-hmm. will wind up with a bunch of Bloomberg's money going into the state kitty, while at the same time electing a whole bunch of Democrats into positions where they get to make the decisions on how to spend it. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Works for me. I'm okay. glad you got and, it all figured out. And, of course, then there's the presidential, sta- Senate, and House races and the future of democracy itself. But, you know, one thing at a time. But I'm saying, there you go. They want to throw that up? Because it's going through the courts right now as to whether or not they can do that after the referendum was voted on by a majority of Floridians. They said, you can do this. Now it's like, no, you can't vote unless you pay it off. Fuck you. All right? This is just another way, okay, to... Take votes away from people that you think are going to vote for the other party. That's mm-hmm. what Republicans are doing. That, yeah, this is you what can't win do. unless they cheat. That's it. Dave cheated. So guess what? You want to try that? Michael Bloomberg could buy and sell you wholesale. And if he can't, he could certainly afford to buy and keep you for fun. <laughs> Just for fun. Just for fun. Him and Jeff nice Bezos, you yeah. want to make Bill Gates. Well, mm-hmm. You want to make an impression? We don't need to change the way in which the numbers are tabulated. We need people to go out to these states, set up offices, and mm-hmm. say to the people who have been marginalized, because not because they're fringe people, but because 
they have their vote has been intentionally suppressed by the powers that be and come in and say, let me tell you how you get that back. We're going to give you I'm spending the money here, not because I'm trying to buy the election, but because I'm trying to get you back into the democratic process. And if that swings an election, so be it, because that's what a fucking democracy is. The voice of the people. Yeah, no, we can't have that. Okay, Vox Populi mm-hmm. as Vox Dio. The voice of the, the, people the people is the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, you, you know, uh, scare. should I really say, say that? I mean, you were telling me one thing last week. You said, I wrote that George is right. All of Bernie's campaign rhetoric sounds the same. You were saying this in the last thing. as the stuff that you were reading on the other pages. It all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. Right? Okay. The difference is that his supporters don't want to recognize the current attitude of the general electorate as far as radical fundamental change is concerned. Revolu- I wrote that down. Revolution versus mm-hmm. evolution. Oh, I, 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 I hear a lot of people say, you know, his supporters, his supporters. He, the, and when people say that, they're talking about a particular segment of supporters. Yes. Which is very yes. embarrassing to everyone, including Bernie. And they're, right. they're the same as Trump. The, they, they, the, you see these rallies. The unfortunate – yeah, listen, but those, that's, but those are his people. That's his core. That's his base. That's his core. It's and, all about and the by base. Way, about the base. And by the way, the if base. you're a Trump supporter and you aren't a, a, a green-toothed, black-toothed, inbred hillbilly, yes, you are. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just you might not look like it on the outside, sure. but that's your beating heart, asshole. Yeah. Um, and the Bernie, unfortunately, you can't have. Whenever you you elicit passion, all right, you're going to you're going to attract the passionate, right. and 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 you're going to attract people whose passions are stronger than their good goddamn sense. Yes, all right, and it's an unfortunate side effect. Yes. All right, uh, rock stars attract stalkers. Talk radio stars attract stalkers, and you don't get to choose the caliber of your stalker right. and of your fan. Unfortunately, if you seek fame, it is a side effect. Yes, an unfortunate side effect. And the reason that you don't see all these these this this dark side in any of the other people's campaigns is because they aren't inspiring that level of passion. That's right. What they are inspiring is. This is a good choice. Yeah, this is sensible and sensible people. Ah, all right, but that so that, that it is what it is. Well, and and well, but ultimately, hope. I'm a sensible person. Yes, yes. Me and so too. and so, uh, go, good on I, you, good on you, Joe. Good on and yeah. uh, and, and, and I love that on, grin. He's and, got a good smile. And good on you, Bernie, because yeah. I think that what's going to happen as a result of this is Bernie right. is going to make. The Democratic Party. Here's more debt, more like the Democratic Party supposed to be. Here's here's what you can take to the bank about Bernie. My opinion, and and I and I believe that that there's precedent to support this. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Okay, he's not like in politics for the glory and the self-aggrandizement. And if anybody isn't in this race because of their ego. It's him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. So, so last yeah, night in the debate, I, I, big yeah, mistake. Yeah. Big mistake when he said, uh, "I will choose a woman as a running mate." Immediately, he said, "He, you know, I Joe said, down. Joe said, I will," and Bernie goes, "I probably will too." Yeah, like that. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be. Now like you have this. to. They got now bullied. He got bullied into you, big yeah, fucking pussy. I had already heard. Fine. Listen, fine, fine. But I already <laughs> heard the minute. You know, a, yeah, I already listen, heard people saying he has to choose a woman. The, the minute running, he said that he would, the minute, right after that, 
the, the punditocracy, I hear somebody go, it's got to be a black woman. Yeah, What's I know. Next? It's got to be a black gay woman. You know, yeah. you know they what would have been. You know Georgia. what would They won't take it. You're, you're, by the way, your Stacey idea. No, no senators. No senators is a great right. idea. No senators. I wrote down all the. How about Tulsi Gabbard? You want Tulsi Gabbard? No. Okay. Okay. I wrote down Tulsi Gabbard. No. Kamala Harris. No. Klobuchar. No. Although I have a very intriguing possibility with her, which I'll explain in a second. Warren. No. Okay. Why? I want them in the Senate. Right. right Leave them. Right. Right. Think big picture, you fucking assholes. By the way, what you can do once you're elected, you make Warren mm-hmm. head of the CFTC, the the uh, consumer right. You're going to point all those blah, people blah, blah, blah. to all kinds of agencies. Yeah. People are already talking about how and Kamala Harris is going to wind up as Attorney General. Sure. All right. Wonderful. Now there were there were some other people. I don't. I think Stacey Abrams is a bad choice. I'll tell you why. I want her in Georgia. How come she's not running for the Senate seat that is up in 2020, where there is an incumbent Republican who is being challenged in a primary mm-hmm. by the this uh, congressman who's like a, another one of these uh, Trump taint liquor dickheads? He's challenging her in that. Stacey Abrams almost won the governor's mansion there, mm-hmm. okay? It, that's a statewide election. Why isn't she running for that Senate seat? Why aren't we pouring money into that? We mm-hmm. need to focus on that. I already said we need to focus on Arizona uh, to get Kelly in there. Maine. Also, we need to make sure this was classic. Okay? You've got in Alabama, you've got this guy Jones who is has to run this year. Now, the Republicans have a are going to have a runoff between Jeff Sessions mm-hmm. and... Tommy Tuberville. That's a name you're not familiar with because mm-hmm. you're not into sports. Nope. Yeah, he used to be the coach for, like, the Arkansas Razorbacks. I think it's right. Arkansas. Yeah. And they're tied right now. And after the initial uh, primary for for this, okay, now they have to have a runoff, you know, Trump can't help himself. Bad mouth Jeff Sessions. Mm-hmm. After Jeff Sessions went to great lengths to say, I support Trump, I support Trump. Are you kidding the me? The minute oh, it happened... Yeah, he took Tuberville's side. Okay, we need to go in there and dump money in for Jones. Okay. To beat whomever they come. We need to start bad mouthing. We want them to kill each other. Right on. One of the, okay. Sorry. When they, you know, we got to do it. You got to play by the rules of the game and win mm-hmm. the game. Then you get to change the rules. King of the mountain, like you said. Mm-hmm. If the game is king of the mountain, you yeah. can't change the rules unless you win the game and become king of the, king of the mountain. Right. Okay. Um, but I want Stacey Abrams in Georgia. I like her right where she is. That's where she should be. Okay. She needs to be governor, Senator Abrams from Georgia. I like her right where she is. Um, I wrote down just for fun. How about S.E. Cup? All right. Never mm. I, I know. Oh, okay. Just hit me Here's in the face. Name. Here's a name. You just they, cough on me while you're they, at it. They always love to choose these people that are already in office. Now, you have to think, what does it get you? Okay, what does Kamala Harris get you? California? Mm-hmm. Fuck off! What? I, I heard that was the thing that I heard this lady say last night. After he said he was going to, he, he's like definitely going to pick a lady. It has to be a lady of color. You need to energize that base. Let me see if I've got this straight, you stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that the base of which you speak isn't already energized by the fact that whomever the Democrats put up is going to be running 
and competing against Donald Trump. Mm. That's not energizing enough. You're telling me that it's not quite enough. It's got to be our guy going against him. Mm. It's not enough just to take him down with a Democrat, particularly Joe Biden, who was what? He was the underling to a black man and did so not just willingly. He did so gratefully, he did effectively. A, he did a good job, he right? Was a good, he, he, was, he was a good backup. Yep. He was good at what yeah. he did. No, the black people like Joe Biden. That's fine. You, okay. don't you don't need a black woman in there. I am sick of hearing that. Now, Klobuchar, you know, oh, and here was one I was thinking about, you know, what does it get you? How do you get? Now, I thought originally I thought of an interesting choice. And, you know, as soon as I thought about this choice, of course, he canceled himself out. Andrew Gillum. Okay. Guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, unfortunately, he got caught the other day. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Oops. Got caught in a room, passed out, drunk after a wedding. Oh, oh well. what else did they find down there in South Beach? They found another guy in there, passed out, and a bunch of empty little baggies that they're pretty sure had crystal meth in them. Bye, Andrew. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for oh, playing well. our game. It was nice. Oh, well. And, you know, when Biden, that, the, night after we, the night that we did our last show, and it was the day before the election, that was when Buttigieg and Klobuchar and O'Rourke all auditioned mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. vice president. Oh, okay. I, was I wrote down, I said, welcome to the new game, Biden's Apprentice. That's the new game now, <laughs> Biden's yeah, Apprentice. Right, right, right. That's what it is. Everybody's going to be, that's the new thing. I'm going to rule all three of them out right off the bat. Okay. Okay, O'Rourke, no. Once again, I want him in Texas. This is a man... That should be running for statewide office mm-hmm. in Texas. Stay where you are, pal. Stay right where you are. That kind of young blood, we want it not just in the federal We want it in these states. Think big picture. You don't have to change the math. You have to change the way that people deal in these states with their own math. The big math will take care of itself after that. Worry about the minutiae, the details now, and the big picture comes into focus much more easily. I like him right where he is. I like him right where he is. Buttigieg, interesting choice. Interesting. But I'd like to see him get a little more experience on a federal level. He is the future of the party, by the way. He's part of the future of the party, I think, Pete Buttigieg. Congressman Buttigieg. Senator Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Governor Buttigieg. Another Pesson Avanti. Another Pesson Avanti, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we need we need the, the, I mean, it's they use it sarcastically, that figure yeah. of speech. It means 90 weight, Not and they yet. use it sarcastically, but we could use some 90 weights. That's right. Yeah. I like Pete Buttigieg, and I, but I, you know... We're ready for a black chick. We're not ready for a, we're not ready for a gay guy yet. Mm-hmm. We're not quite there. We're close. I know. We're close. Know. We're close though. And that's very how you, close. And that's how you, when you get him. We don't have any gay governors, do we? I haven't about, checked lately. I haven't checked lately either. Governor, you know, mm-hmm. how about that for a radical that, change? That's a from nice Pence to Buttigieg. Sure. Well, not really. Not really that radical. Just one admits it. <laughs> okay. So. Mm-hmm. Start thinking, and as always, this is where the DNC, the club, the private club starts coming mm-hmm. into play because they got to think, you know, like Kennedy put Johnson on the ticket, carried Texas. We're talking about the Dixiecrats and blah, blah, blah. What does it get you? When you put so-and-so on a ticket, what do you get? 
One of the names that has been coming up is Governor Whitmer, the female governor of Michigan. Mm -hmm. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. There were a couple of other people that I thought about. Um, Shit. I wrote them down somewhere. Give me one second. I had them here. Uh, Give me one second. Okay. Uh, From Pennsylvania, um, you've got Harper, Mm -hmm. who is a congresswoman from the general Philadelphia area. Okay? Smart woman. Katie McGinty, who lost in 2016 to Toomey in the Senate race. She had been working uh, for Al Gore for years, part Mm -hmm. of the staff. She's now, I think, on the West Coast. She's doing uh, sustainable fisheries and stuff like that. She's she's a good person. Mm -hmm. Smart. Smart woman. Columbia Law. You know, good heart. And she got bitch slapped by people calling her Shady Katie. That was the, uh, Mm -hmm. that was the, you know, the the nickname, you know, when we were starting with the nicknames. Everybody's got a nickname that was, you know, that was a denigrated, you know, denigrated them in some way. They called her Shady Katie, okay, because, you know, they 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 tried to give the impression that she was like Silver Spoon. Say mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. She traveled all over the world doing good shit for people. Mm-hmm. She worked for Al Gore. She, okay, I okay. Either one of those two. I I like McGinty. Kate McGinty's. It's a crying shame. We're not going to be able to drag her back into Pennsylvania politics again. I already said I'd love to see that happen. I'd mm-hmm. love to see her come back. This girl, this chick Harper, Congresswoman Harper, I like her. Whitmer, mm-hmm. pretty decent choice. I'll tell you, though, who I think would be a fantastic choice as vice president. You ready? Mm-hmm. Whitmer is the current governor of Michigan. I'm going to take a step back and go for Jennifer Granholm. Okay. You were the talking about ex, her before the show. Yeah, the ex-governor of Michigan. Okay. She's now, you know. She's got my vote. Part of the punditocracy. I have played clips from her on the show before. Okay. From Bill Maher, of course, where she was saying something that we had already said. But it was quite easy. But <laughs> not her fault. Not her fault. She doesn't have a team of writers ripping us off. This one just popped into her head. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. All right. Okay. Unlike Bill and his team right. of battery of scientists, that yeah, just, whatever. That just listen to our show and right, exactly, and then you know figure out what's after. I like Jenny Granholm. Smart, right. efficient, well liked in Michigan. Do we need Michigan? Yeah, we do. Yeah, right. yeah we do. You should be. Yeah, we you do. should be working on someone's campaign. Like I'd be Biden's a would be great. Absolutely. I told a friend of mine. You're a strategy. You're a political strategist, is what you are. I told a friend of mine ten years ago. I said, "Here's one for you. How is it possible that Louis Gohmert keeps getting elected?" I don't know. Gerrymandering. I have never thought about it. No, okay. no. Louis Gohmert. You can't find. Here's one of the things. This is one of those conspiracy theory things. I think the Democrats. Like him there. He's he's such a caricature that he's easy. Every time he says something stupid, they can fundraise off of it. And he send out a blast letter and raise another million dollars for the DNC because he's Louis Gohmert. He's a moron. Like the guy from Kansas. What's his name? The fucking racist cocksucker from Kansas. Whatever his name is. I haven't heard anything from him. You want to know who else we haven't heard from recently? Yeah, Michelle Bachman. Good. 
We haven't heard from Michelle Bachman. I thought that was interesting. And this ties in Good. to Klobuchar because speaking Michelle of, ba- Speaking of gay people, not her. Her husband. Her husband. Right. Oh, her husband's fucking gay as a $3 bill. Sure. What are you kidding me? Right. That man is very. Although, you know, I think, that man is a Christopher Street regular. She, I, I think that the um, anvil. You know, <laughs> I think she's attractive, but I don't want to objectify her. But anyway, uh, oh, go, yeah. go ahead. Hey, but that's con- what I continue. thought about. What's her name from right. Alaska? I'd bang her. Who, uh, Sarah Palin? Yeah, I'd bang yeah. her. All right, I wouldn't talk to her. You can have my portion. Yeah. All right. Um, and the blood and the screaming will not deter me. It's supposed to hurt you, stupid. No, right. my heart belongs to Michelle. Okay. A lot of people are talking. And I said this earlier. I said, mm-hmm. I told you, I said Bloomberg Klobuchar. And then okay. I, I rephrased that to geek progressive. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. You think he's going to pick Klobuchar? Here's the Biden? thing. Here's the thing about Klobuchar that's interesting. Because I like her. I want her in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Stay in the fucking Senate. We need your right. vote. Right. For God's sakes, folks. Big picture here. You know, you know, a lot of people listen to this show. Not the right people. Not the, Okay, here's the thing. Right now, in Minnesota, the uh, governor's guy named Tim Waltz, okay, and he was elected last year. He's a brand mm-hmm. new governor. You also have, because Al Franken stepped out, you now have somebody that he appointed, Tina Smith, also right. a Democrat, and then you've got Klobuchar. All right. Here it is. You ready? I call this the Franken factor option. Oh, oh. Franken, the Franken factor option. That's well, great. I had that. Al Franken, Jill Stein. Yeah, Frankenstein. Here's your ticket. I, uh, sorry, I, I, I couldn't help I, myself. I, you know, Too I, easy. I saw it coming and I couldn't move. There's nothing you can do. Fast enough. Yeah, you really. Yeah, it's like the wave. You just gotta. You gotta right. kind of duck mm. under the curl. Yeah. No. Okay. So here's a, here's how this plays out. You're gonna love this. Okay. One. You're gonna fucking love this one. Biden right. tells Biden wins with Klobuchar on the ticket. At which point, Governor Tim Waltz appoints who to the empty seat? Al Franken. That would be perfect. Al Franken. And here's where it gets better. Because the whole reason he got taken out is because Democrats are fucking pussies. Mm-hmm. And he made some sort of joke about squeezing some chick's tits on a plane. Yeah, yeah. All right? I don't even want to. For God's like, sake. We're so beyond that. Okay, yeah. here's what happens after that. The first person, okay, now he would have to run for the election. All right. Okay. Here's what you do. The first person to come out and support him would be who? Amy Klobuchar. Oh, well, there you go. It all comes Boom. around. Shaka. La- there it is. I liked Al Franken in the Senate. He's doing some sort of mm-hmm. podcast now. Yeah. Yeah, you know who else we haven't heard from? Oh, it's because he had to be quarantined after the uh, the uh, wet market cotillion at Mar-a-Lago. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Bye-bye. And as if Denin, Devin Nunes didn't have to convince me any more that he's a wackadoo, oh, yo, he's Gates. just going on TV and what saying, Gates? saying the, the opposite of everything that all the smart people say to do. Yeah. He's a wackadoo. You know what I wish that uh, what's-her-name had said during the, de- the, the trials? Uh, I can't think of her from the... The, the, the British girl? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because she goes, we got to stop doing all of this misinformation that's serving the Russians. And then he, oh, he, he responds to that by saying, yeah, but... 
and then he repeats all the disinformation can still be true. She should have she should have stood up right there and said, "You're a fucking moron. Yeah. You're an evil piece of shit fucking moron." Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. If she just did an interview on uh, 60 Minutes. Oh yeah, they I interviewed her on. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Made me like her even more. Yeah, she's great. I'd love to see her. Mm-hmm. She's an American citizen. That's right. Start running for something. Oh, baby. you know that doesn't matter to some people. Yeah, but Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I know, the, the I governor know. Of, yeah, Republican, but even he hates but Trump. But there you go. What do you think about that? The Franken option. That's, I love it. The Franken Let's option. Let's get him back in there. They he was great. Klobuchar on a ticket, sued the savage. Because you know, he's right. Because he was a good senator, but he was a lousy entertainer. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought he was, I thought he was I mean, funny. he's a good writer, but... Uh, yeah, he was a good writer. Yeah. He was a good writer. But he was very good in the Senate. Yes, he was. He took his job as seriously as anybody yep. I can think of because he really did get the job because he wanted to help yep like that was that he took the term public servant you know literally right on right so what do you you know I, i'm I just saying that's a, that's a, i'm just saying start sending your resume out will you i'm just saying you're, you're it's there baby they're not it's listening to the show there. it is e- the, email the show to the biden campaign, by the way the, uh, the new hillary thing started coming out on hulu god uh, damn you She's the reason that Bernie did the that first that first sweep. Yeah, she's the reason. Just, I, yeah. I, if, and if you want to help Biden it, get elected, shut, shut up. Shut up. We've been saying this. We've been saying Wait, this for sure. months. Yeah. We've shut been up. Saying, Please Nobody go. likes you. It's not. No, that's the thing. But I do like her. What I don't it, like is her incessant need. To we be like in front her. Of people. We she like her. She's right. smart, and she could do a lot of work. She, you right. you said it mm-hmm. straight up. You said you want to be a hero to the world. Mm-hmm. Just just keep doing work for the for the Clinton Foundation and let yep. your let your actions speak for themselves. Yep. yep. And shut it's the a, fuck it's up. It's a great foundation. Shut yeah. The fuck up. Shut up. Okay. Some other people we're going to be paying attention to any minute now. Barack and Michelle Obama are going to hit the trail, mm-hmm. and people who think that they don't make it there. They're going They're to huge. Be. You want to see excitement huge. at the rallies? Yeah. You want to yeah. see rallies? They'll, they'll get Bernie forget, size rallies. Forget Barack. They'll Michelle get, Obama could get 15,000 yeah. people in. Yeah. I'd go. I would go. I would go to that. Fuck the coronavirus. I'd go for that. Mm, Except right. I wouldn't because I'm a responsible adult. Okay. There you go. Don't roll over my wires. I'm not. Right. <laughs> but, um, okay. When they yeah. get it. People are talking about the lack of excitement. The lack of, we need to energize the, sh- don't, you know, whatever happened to making a choice for vice president based on whether or not you think, if I die, he's going to be a good president. Uh, look, that, how about was, that? Remember the guy from Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Hey, I will say this. Biden said one thing last night that, was, that I thought was, was on cue and good. He goes, there are plenty of women out there right now that would make a very capable president. Yeah, that's the that's key. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because that's the number one decision you should make. Unfortunately, politics comes in. Yep. Okay. But I'm yep. saying. All right. Well, Clover, the, the, email. I like e- Jenny Granholm. Email the show to the I Biden like campaign. Whitmer. I like Whitmer. I just don't know her well enough. But Granholm, I have heard speak both as governor. Mm-hmm. And as part of the punditocracy. And this is a level-headed, intelligent, progressive Mm -hmm. woman. And I'll tell you straight up. Oh, by the way, with with 
executive experience. Okay. She used to be a governor. She knows how to run the thing. Mm -hmm. She's not part of the Washington, oh, I used to be a senator. Oh, I used to be a congressman. She ran the state. Okay. She ran the state. She's got my vote. She's got my vote. Got my vote. Sounds great. And bonus package. Check Mm -hmm. this one out. They put her on a ticket, right? They win. And then Biden, when it comes time, as I said last show, when it comes time for re-election, he goes, you know what? Granholm's your woman. President Jennifer Granholm. Sounds great. 2024. How you like that? Hey, don't get me wrong. I like Klobuchar. I do. I think all of that stuff, I'll tell you, you know what endeared me to her even Mm -hmm. more? Was that I heard she was a complete and utter bitch to a lot of the people around her because she wanted to get shit done. Hey, man, sometimes okay. you got to fucking crack a few Yeah, eggs. well, that's what it means what's to be that, boss. What's that? i got to crack a few skulls now and again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over here. <laughs> Over here. i got to do that. Yeah. I stood out in the snow. She's a hardy young woman. But guess what? If you're from Michigan, those Michiganders, mm-hmm. try those Youpers up there, man. <laughs> try and get some of that Youper action. Marquette. Get, where's Marquette? Where's all my Marquette fans? <laughs> Well, it's, you know, I'm so, saying, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm saying. I'm on board. I'm on board. No, you're you're right. You're right. Email the show to the Biden campaign. Yeah. Talk some sense into them. All right, you ready to? Uh, get, I I am ready. ready I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I was talking on the last show about these bands that are you know and these guitars and stuff. Okay, this guy, uh, I, I mentioned the guy from the next band, uh, the Rival Sons. I was looking up some of the guitars this guy's played. Okay, it's uh, what has he got there? He's got a uh, Gibson Firebird 7 reverse, a Gibson Firebird 5 non-reverse. He's also got a guitar I'd never heard of, a Maladuende Custom B Bones. He's also got a uh, Cower Banshee and a Fender Jazzmaster, according to his uh, thing. And that's what we're going to do, baby. It's the Rival Sons on the Groovathon at SoFloRadio.com.
Money. Why do I have to give you money? Give me some fucking money. I'm just give me some. You don't talk that way. You're so money and you don't even know it. Oh, you're so money. Could you believe we're not? We're not. Fuck, I'm telling you, you're money. Fucking money. You're money. Come here. 
Yeah, baby. Funkadelic. That is truly a funk getting ready to roll from One Nation Under a Groove 1978. One of the great albums ever put out there in the history of, well, history. Of good album. Of good album. Before that, some brand new. Theo Katzman, You Could Be President. And that is, uh, the, the studio version of that is from his brand new album, uh, Modern Johnny Sings. Songs in the Age of Vibe. It just came out. And that uh, version that we that I just played is from, uh, there's a thing called Live from the Paste Studios, P-A-S-T-E. It's in New York City. Mm-hmm. And he did a thing, a show in there, and that's where I got that particular song from. He's actually a member of uh, a band I've spoken about. I, I played them as well. Wolf Pack. Uh, Say that again. Wolf. Wolf Pack? Yeah, V-U-L-F. Ach, ach du Liebe. Ach du Liebe. Sounds Deutschlander. cats from uh, Michigan, and uh, the bass player's kind of uh, getting, his, getting his swirl on these days. Joe Dart, I think his name is. He's a very okay. good bass player. And just like Jocko, he only needs four strings. <laughs> okay? Before that, yes, swingers, your money. Your money. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, when, when I heard, I, I, I thought about that because I figured... You know, I wonder if that's what people have to tell the president. Yo, Mr. Put your money. Your money. Get out there. Your money. Come on, man. Your money. Get out there. You are so... You don't even know how money you... Your money. Your <laughs> fucking money. And the honeys, they love you. Look at that. They're ready to party. They're ready to party. Her and the honey babies and the honey baby friends, they're here to party. Before that, yeah. Skater song, disco, fucking classic shit. Funky. Sweet G. Games people play. That came out uh, I don't know, in high school when that came out. Maybe just after. I don't know. But uh, that was a couple of uh, heavyweights on that. Um, Curtis Blow. Okay. Uh, Jelly Bean Benitez. The, those are the guys, you know, did the production and uh, engineering for that song back in the day. Uh, before that, Dirty Blues Band. Uh, Stone Dirt, 1968. songs called Six Sides. It's a guy named Rod... Piazza. I've never heard of these guys until I stumbled across the album. They got like two or three albums out. This one came out in 68. The band was from 67. And uh, they had like two or three albums out. And then he formed a band called the Mighty Flyers, which I guess have become popular uh, over the years. And he's a harmonica player, and he's very good at what he does. And kicking off the set, yeah, Rival Sons, too bad, from Feral Roots in 2019. I'll tell you the thing. The lead singer in that band is a guy named Jay Buchanan. And I'm listening to the song, and I thought, you know what he sounds like? He's close, but you can't be Paul Rogers of Bad Company because that voice was sent from God. But he sounds a little bit like Paul Rogers from Bad Company. A little okay. bit. And I've always said, the people that go on that top shelf up there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got Paul Rogers. You've got... Uh, Tom Jones, mm-hmm. you've got uh, Chris Cornell, sure, right? Those guys, something with the, the Johnny, with the Johnny Walker Blue and the, the Delamay. Big voices, yeah. yeah, okay. But his voice is very, very good. He's got a rock and roll voice. I'm giving it to him, baby. I am giving it to him because you can't be Paul Rogers. But like we were talking about with Greta Van Fleet, you want to take your inspiration. Well, if you're a rock and roll singer, that's yeah. I'm okay with you taking your inspiration from Paul Rogers. I'm okay with that. Time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. And you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. 
Precision Auto Works in Pompano Beach, Florida. 954-247-9362. Any make, any model. Bumper to bumper. Dave Carey, the entire ASE certified team of busted knuckle horsepower hounds. Because, as I'm sure you're aware, there is no substitute for cubic inches. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my favorite bumper sticker. Saw that on the back of a seventy, like a, a a seventy-one Chevelle SS guy had a bumper sticker. Says there's no substitute for cubic inches. Okay, these guys are the go-to crew in South Florida, not just here in Broward. Davy Palm Beach, shit. You live in Volusia County, make the drive. Have your car towed, okay? And especially if you've got a car that's worth more than most people's houses, mm-hmm. okay? He's the guy. You know, yeah. I can't remember what car it was. He just brought one in there. I got to go over and take a look at it. But uh, he's got some new project, mm-hmm. like some new car. One of these cars that you know is just going to be like, oh, yeah. You know, you sit down, you drool about that. Very easy to get to, okay? Right off 95, you take Atlantic West to Andrews, make the first left turn on Andrews, make the first right turn on the third, two blocks off, 60 seconds off the highway. Mention the groove time. Okay, I will. Mention the group of time. There's a discount. Okay? You're not going to need it. Although, with the, you know, with the coronavirus and everything, every penny you can save helps. Dave is there for you. Dave is there right. for you like that. You want to know why? Because it's not just that he's not overcharging you. Most importantly, he's charging you appropriately for a job done right. You're not going to have to take it back. He's not going to break something else for you to come back and have to fix it later. He doesn't need that. He's got right boy. He's got plenty of business, okay? mm-hmm. you know. And he does the exotics, but it's it's the regular cars that keep them keep the flow going over there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can go to the SoFloRadio.com homepage. You're going to see a box for the Groovathon on the top row. If you click on that box, it takes you right to our little homepage there. You're going to see a link. For Precision Auto Works, in their logo, God bless you, putting it up there. Awesome. Click on that, takes you right to their site, tells you everything you need to know. You're going to see a list of every song that's ever been played, and you're going to see a link to mm. SoundCloud. Hey, our angel. Thank you, indeed. Angel. Mucho yes, mahalo. Thank right you, Spino, man. We love that action there. Thank you. You know, there are people out there that think. And now, with social distancing, yeah, we're a more important voice than ever. We yes. are, we're the voice that takes you through it. That's what I was telling people. I said, don't think of this as being self-isolating or quarantining. Yeah. Okay. He said, no, 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 no. It's a really good excuse for you to stay home in the middle of a school day and crank up the groove time. Crank it up, baby. Let your neighbors enjoy some groove, baby. Just crank that shit up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Nobody gets to complain now. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to complain about me playing my music at 3 in the afternoon? Why? Am I annoying your kids who now are staying at home and annoying you? Right. I thought you'd be be appreciative. They're all going to be on the beach, right? That was Parliament Funk. That was Funkadelic. I just played. You got a problem with Funkadelic? Not me. How how can you? How can you? No. Must be a a a communist or something. 954-247-9362. Precision Auto Works in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's the place... Where people who love their cars take their cars. All right. Oh, yeah, baby. You know what that means? Time for the drive group. And have we got some shredders? Have we? 
ready to redline, and I'm not talking. I'm talking about RPMs, not you know zip codes. Okay. Oh, uh, that was my redlining joke today. Nope. Nothing. All right. Nothing. I get nothing there. Not, I get nothing. It just it went over my head. That's no, it didn't. It totally went over my head. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed unworthy. You ready for it, baby? I'm, I'm ready. Oh, uh, it's the drive groove on a groove time at SoFloRadio.com. Bye. 
Baby, how you like them apples, huh? Oh, I like those apples just fine. Yeah, man. Led Zeppelin doing the uh, Johnny yeah. Kidd and the Pirates classic. They're shaking all over. It's from 1975. It's an album uh, that kind of was put together um, with a whole bunch of stuff that they had done from uh, the Bronior Cottage in 73 and then from Minneapolis in 75. They did a whole bunch of songs and suck them on there. And I always liked that one. Before that, yeah, Robbie Krieger. The guitar player from The Doors, who has put out several albums uh, over the years. That song is called The Drift, and it's from uh, a CD that is going to be coming out in April called The Ritual Begins at Sundown. And if it had an it had a, an ode to Zappa about it, that's because his uh, writing partner and co-producer for years now has been uh, Arthur Barrow, who did a lot of work for Zappa and... On that, uh, so you got a whole bunch of people that played WhatsApp, including uh, on drums, Chad Wackerman. So, you know, and Tommy Mars playing keyboards and stuff like that. So it's uh, pretty cool. Before that, Chet Atkins, Albert Lee, James Burton, I Got a Woman. That is uh, from Nashville, I'm thinking about 20 years ago. I think that got done. Uh, the song I Got a Woman, say a uh, Ray Charles song. All right. You know, from, from back in the day. Before that, Soft. Machine Bundles from the album Bundles came out in 75. Alan Holdsworth on guitar there. That's the first album that he plays uh, plays with. It. Before that, Soft Machine was a, was a lot more keyboardy uh, as far as their music. And then Alan Holdsworth, of course, came along. And he's got, you know, his band since then, you know, IOU and stuff like that. I will say this. The album came out in 75, and, and I was listening to the song. And the the, the riff in there reminded me of something i couldn't i was trying to think of what it was and then i realized it's the riff from the from the yes uh song uh, gates of delirium from relayer which came out the year before that so you know i caught that as a 
So I got that riff down there and kicking off the set. Brand new stuff from Robin Trower. Yeah. Diving Bell coming closer to the day came out and uh came out last year. Cat seventy three now. From Proquel Harem to Diving Bell, the whole album, you know, coming closer to the day. Mm-hmm. I think right. I think we all know what he's getting at with that, with that action right there. Robin Trower, so how's that for some shredders, man? I mean, you got Robin Trower, Alan Holsworth, Chet Atkins, Albert Lee, James Burton, Robbie Krieger, and Jimmy Page, all in one set. Sounds like a party. Yeah, that's that's a that's a set for you. That's a shredder set right there, baby. You know? So there you go. All right. Before we get out of here. We survived. Yeah. Before we get out of here, look. You know, we're going to come back in two weeks. We're going to do the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, hopefully. Do. I mean, unless we're in uh, isolation. Yeah. Unless we're in quarantine. But that's our plan. But, you know, everybody, I can't tell you how many people, you know, that I, it, it's just one of those things where this really is about humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, it's not going to wipe us all out. I, I make a lot of talk about Mount Doozy and stuff. And it's it's obviously, this is a deadly virus. This is a deadly virus, mm-hmm. and it can kill old people and people with respiratory problems and people with pre-existing conditions and all kinds of shit like that. The, the the thing that I heard that I thought got the point home best was do it for your grandparents. Right. Stay home for right. your grandparents. Right. You're not going to get it, and if you do, it's the flu. Right. You know, and that's what I hear so many of my friends yeah, say. Oh, it's the flu. It's the flu. Yeah, but you could be carrying it right. without even knowing it. Right. For a week or two. And you could brush up against somebody else who doesn't have the kind of immune system you have. Right. All right? Think of your grandparents because the old people. We live down here in Florida, man. Yeah, man. They're they're everywhere. The place is thick with them. It is fucking thick with them, man. (laughs) Walkers. Asshole deep to a tall giraffe, old people here. <laughs> I don't even. I, I. I really. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm gonna get you out of here with a song uh, by Steve Morris called "Cabin Fever," which I thought was appropriate. I'll tell you. You know, we're perfectly set up for this now. Everybody's mm. got the phones and cell phones. And we're all connected like that. Stay home. Stay home more. Stay yeah. home more. Stop panic buying. Yeah. Panic buying is the problem. Buy what you need. Yeah. Watch TV. Watch TV. Yeah. Read. How about Binge. reading a little bit? Yeah. How about, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you haven't watched uh, Breaking Bad, now's a good time now's to do it. Time. I've Especially got all my shows saved up. Better Call Saul, the the sequel prequel, yeah. is... Um, is uh, four episodes deep into its uh, third season, and it's delicious. Is it? It's absolutely delicious. I've been watching McMillions, which was a very about okay. the uh, the uh, the McDonald's, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Monopoly game. All right, they, they basically. Yeah, I it, used to play that shit, man. Yeah. And then you find little... out that it was it was a scam. God, these guys. And you know, and if anybody could swing it. McDonald's, you know? But that's the thing. McDonald's wasn't in on it. Yeah. There was somebody else, but it's it's very good, McMillions. And also, I've got season two of Succession saved. I've got the first season of Hunters, that new thing with Pacino from uh, Amazon. It looks pretty interesting. I got that saved up. You know? I've got a couple of books ready to go, ready to read, ready. I've just been waiting for the right time. 
All right. To sit down, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, no. Fucking find stuff to do, man. As long as we got internet. Here in Florida, we're Floridians. Like, what? We got yeah. we got to sweat this and I thing. I got a backyard. With, we got to sweat this thing with electricity? Shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. You mean to tell me I've got running water and like, electricity? And electricity and internet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like, pussies. Shit. I yeah. mean, yeah. We eat faces down here. Food ain't a problem. Yeah. <laughs> He just thought it was an open face sandwich. That, that was exactly yeah, that's what that it, was, but, right. Yeah, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's going to be what it's going to be, right? It's going to be Make what it's going to be. Make the best of today. Do, do, do what you are supposed to do. Do the right thing and it will go right. away faster. That's right. Yes, that's how it works. Lots of fluids. That's what I always do. Drink a lot of water. Yeah, right. I drink a lot of water. You know? Water, yeah. Water. Hey, I will say this. Nice right. and easy. It's rush hour day. ain't so bad no, on the highway. Rush hour. Yeah, there's nobody on the highway. Fucking Omega Man. <laughs> I know. Nobody <laughs> on the road today. <laughs> you know, when the sun sets, that's when the that's when the uh, albino zombies come out. Oh, is that and when they're coming the out? The albino. Now? What uh, the? They they weren't zombies in the Omega Man. They were just. Uh, they had this weird light sensitivity. They all. Everyone turned into an albino. I'm I'm, no. I'm curious as to see what happens with with certain businesses. You know. They they close down, you know, like you know, uh, New York. The restaurants and mm-hmm. shit. It's only takeout, delivery. Bars are closed. Yeah, New York City is like the bar capital of the fucking universe, pal. Right. All right. Well, whatever. I hope they saved some money. You know, I, I we'll we'll see how that goes. I I, you know, everybody, stay safe. Come yeah, on, man. man. Do the right thing. Do I the, will. Do the right thing. I will. Here, I promise. Okay? I That's will. what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're do, gonna the, do right the right thing. thing. Right. Yeah. Go I am. The, Going into isolation I stocked up. Right now. I stocked up last week ahead of time, so I yeah. got pasta and tuna fish. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Chef Boyardee, beefaroni. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ten cans for eight bucks. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm a Dinty Moore beef stew guy. Dinty like Moore. I've got, I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Love it. Canned goods. Loving it, baby. All right. Like All right. I said, we're going to get you out of here with Cabin Fever. As always, though, for myself and George Rodriguez, the Gramps Master Flash. And everybody, you know, please, like I said, stay safe. As always, though, it is aloha and peace. Good night, Mom.
Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood. This is SoFloRadio.com.